one thing we have to keep in mind is that, and we talked about it on the show. But at the same time, it comes from two different points. Then all of a sudden, you want to say, oh, well, you know, best, I think for me, I don't know if I can speak for everybody else. This is that is sports. This is the place where sports opinions collide. Dead in sports. I'm your host, Kenneth B. Inch. Joining me on the show, we got Shelton J. What's happening, man? How y'all doing? BZ430. What up, though? What up, though? How y'all and, uh, feeling? <laughs> yeah, right now it's just me, man. Uh, FIFO should be on the way. Nick is out tonight. Um, and we don't know who else going to pop up on Zoom. So we may see Q. We may see Manny. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, it's it's the three of Negroes for now, temporarily. And um, what I want to do, I said this earlier for those of you coming late. Uh, we're taking some questions from the chat, man. Um, so I'm gonna keep my eye on the chat. We already got one question uh, that came in from Weed and Boys. Uh, so we're gonna start with that first, and then uh, transition to some others as they come in. But before we get into that, man, make sure you guys subscribe and also hit that like button, man. Um, let's get this thing pumping and let's get some people in here. So hit that like button and um, and subscribe to the channel. And uh, Shelton mentioned we're also, you know, taking super, super chats as well uh, for those of you that um, that want to do that. So we would appreciate it. So we them boys asked, are the Utah Jazz a legitimate threat? That's your squad, B. <laughs> yeah, yes, they are a legitimate threat. <laughs> I've, I've said that. And you know, before the NBA season start, um, before the NBA season started, I said I think you know, it, you know, of course, besides late, you know, we was talking about teams that can give Lakers a run. I believe that was kind of like the topic. What, what teams that we feel, it was, yeah, that can give Lakers a run to to dethrone them from the you know from the Western Conference. You know, we named the Clippers, and then we named uh, Denver, and then when I named some for some reason when I said Utah. People started laughing at me. Like people was, la- people was cacky, 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 lacking at me, laughing. I'm like, okay, all right, like, all right. We'll see when the season get to cracking, you know. And if I'm wrong, I'll admit that I'm wrong. But as of right now, I mean, to as of today, they have the best record in the NBA. You know, the they number one seed in the West right now. I mean, they looking good. Devin Mitchell. I I feel like. I feel like their playoff experience in the bubble last year kind of, you know, gave them an extra bit of motivation going into this season because, you know, we are, we, Devin Mitchell was kind of showing the league that he's arrived. Like he's, he's going to be the future stars, you know, in the years to come in this league. And um, yeah, man, you know, long as, long as, is Rudy, you know, protects the basket, does what he does. We don't, we're not expecting Rudy Gobert to, to score a lot. But you know they was missing Bondanovich um, last year in the during the playoffs. And now if you, if they can continue to have him playing healthy, you know who else is playing pretty good too? Um, Mike exactly. Conley. Mike Conley's playing pretty good. Like I remember yeah. last year we were like we were kind of questioning like I think these are the last of the good years we've seen Mike Conley, but um, he's looking good right now. We 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 need to see if it's going to translate into the playoffs. But right now the way they the way Utah is playing, they they definitely look like they can be a threat in the West. Um, you know, they could, they, I definitely wouldn't be surprised if they make it to the Western Conference Finals, um, this year, but it's going to be interesting because I said this, I think a few weeks ago, like with, with the four, the top four teams right now, or the top four teams we're going to assume in the West with Lakers, Clippers, Denver, and Utah, these four teams are more likely going to end up seeing each other in the second round. This depends on who match up against who. But so that's going to be an interesting second round if that happens. If it if it plays out the way I think it may play out, those four teams are going to be the top four teams in the West 
and we're going to see some great, great intense second round matchups um, in the playoffs this year. But um, yeah, man, Utah, I think I'm sticking with my guns. Like I said, before the season started, I think Utah is definitely going to be one of them teams that can, that can pose a threat. Now, am I saying they're going to win the West or they're going to win a championship? No, but I'm definitely sticking to my guns and saying that this is going to be a team. You don't want to just be like, Oh, we're going to chalk that off as a series win. They, they're going to be a tough outing, man, in the playoffs, especially fully healthy. B, they want you to know, first off, you you combining uh, Donovan Mitchell with Devin Booker. So it's you said Donovan combined, Mitchell. Don, oh, Donovan you said Mitchell. Devin, <laughs> I said anyway, Devin uh, Mitchell? I said Devin yeah. Mitchell? Yeah. Oh, but, that's hey, but uh, yeah. anyway, I agree with you back then when you said that because uh, – I oh no! You didn't laugh at me. I know no, who no. laughed at me. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I I got receipts. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. I, I I've always thought they were tough, but what makes them special this year more so than any other is that they're covering all phases of the game. You got offense, defense, shooting, and rebounding, and the bench, so, and the bench. Yeah, you got Jordan Clarkson coming out, and I, that's what I was going to mention too. Jordan Clarkson coming off the bench is a candidate for Sixth Man of the Year, mm-hmm. and he's probably going to win it with the way he's playing ball right now. Mm-hmm. And that team is just strong. It's just a strong team from from first man to the last. And that's what makes them tough, the fact that they can play defense. I think they can play half court. Um, yep, that's can. what's going to make them a yep. formidable challenge for the Lakers in that throne. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying one – like you said, I'm not saying they're going to win it. Right. But they'll, they, they have a shot to go far. And I would not be surprised if they did win it. But I, but I like this team. I, watching them. And it can be a different play. Even when Donovan Mitchell went out when he was hurt. They were still or, clicking. Yeah, they were still they were playing still ball. Clicking. Yeah. And they, they were playing really good ball. Yes. Uh Bogdanovic play, he was he was playing his butt off. He was I, I think one of those games he scored like 28 against Dallas. Yeah. I think he I'm scored 28 you, or 30. If, like if he if they would have had him healthy last year, did they mm-hmm. probably would have got past Denver if they because they were missing like that other guy that can score for him. And um, Bogdanovich can definitely get some buckets, man. So it's, yeah, this is going to be really interesting, man. If this holds up the way I think this should hold up, this Western Conference, the Western Conference playoffs is going to be pretty interesting. Yeah, and it should be exciting. It, yeah. it really should. But yeah, like I said, as currently constructed, I like this team. I don't think they really need to make any moves mm-hmm. uh, at the trade deadline because I just like what they have to offer. Joe Ingles comes in, gives a spark. You, you, you yeah, got, him, and, him and Clarkson are good off, you know, they, they're they good off the bench, man. O'Neal Sometimes Ingles start, though. So I guess depending on what the coaching, you know, what he want to play with the lineups, though. But for the most part, Clarkson and Ingles, I see them come off the bench giving them good offense. Yeah. And O'Neal is a good defender off O'Neal, the bench, yep. too. They, yep. they, they just got a good team. Yeah, they do. So, they do. So to answer that question, yes, they are a threat to the Lakers. Um, They are not a legitimate threat. Uh, they look sweet. They're nice. I love D. Mitch. I think they're good. I'm not taking what you guys are saying as beating the Lakers or anyone in the West. Um, I think they they are they're playing well. I just don't fully believe in them just just yet. Um, to call them a legitimate for me, the key word is legitimate threat in the West. I do think, as we've seen, that they'll compete and contend and give teams a run for their money, depending on the matchup. So they'll probably get like a seven or eight seed. I don't know. They don't change it up on me. So I don't know exactly how it's going to look, but they should probably beat one of those lower seeds. Yeah, they get it. They get it. They get it. If they if they if they stay at the one seed, yeah, of course we know they're going to be an eight. They're going to play an eight seed. But yeah, yeah. So they should they should definitely get out of the first round. 
But um, but as as the tournament advances to the second and third, they're gonna like, either play like a Denver or or the Clippers or somebody like in that second round. So you think they could? Do you think they could beat the Clippers or Denver to get to the W? They could. I, I mean, think so. Yeah, think they so? could. You know, with, I mean, with home court, I think they really could. I I just think that I don't think that they'll struggle as bad as some teams in half court. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think that they got a chance. And then. It's a lot of them. So if somebody ain't playing well, you just can sub them out. And it, it'll be tough to have for all of them to have an off night. They they got enough players that can score to where they can get the job done. They're a well-rounded team. And they have multiple weapons. So you got how many players? One, two, three, four. Four players averaging over 15 points a game. And actually 16, and that's saying a lot. Then you got two more averaging double figures. So you got six players scoring the double figures on that team. And it's it's just offense can come from anywhere. Yeah, I, I think what a lot of people, what a few people are saying in the chat, man, that they're like the Western version of the Atlanta Hawks a couple of years ago. And I could I could almost go, you know, agree with that. But I do agree with you, B, that what was missing in the last couple of years was Mike Conley. You know, his, his health was a factor, and mm-hmm. he does seem to be very, very healthy this year because mm-hmm. um, he's playing well. And, and it was that one game where they just smashed the Mavericks, and he was just – he was doing what he wanted. Yeah. The parts yeah. that I saw. So, um, so, yeah, that could be the missing ingredient, and it would give Donovan some help in the playoffs with, with some experience as well. Yep. So, um, but, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, we'll if you got, and if you if you compare them to Atlanta, Ken, I mean, Atlanta did make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, granted, this is got, true. They got swept by LeBron, but they made it to these. They got there. They got there when mm-hmm. a lot of teams and the, a lot of people didn't really expect them. They knew they was gonna make a run in the playoffs, but they didn't think Hawks was gonna be Eastern Conference Finals run. So that can happen with Utah. It, it can true. really happen with this team. Yep. Shout out to Bauer Howard. He was the one that said that. Uh, so we have a so I'm going to answer ask this question so we'll have time to kind of think about it just in case we do. But it came from uh, Julian again, Julian, uh, who asked the jazz question. And here's a here's a good one. I like this one. Uh, top five overrated players in the league. And I assume that's right now. So. Um, so, yeah. So I, I like that one. Hopefully people will get here Ooh, man, by the time yeah. we have a chance to get yeah, to that. I need, I need yeah. To yeah start. Yeah, start working on your on thinking about it, working on your Top list. Five that most one. overrated players right now. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, that's that's spicy. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah that is a good one. Yep. Uh Great let's question. see. Great question. Another one from Julian. You know what, Julian? I I gotta answer with this right off the bat, and then I'll toss it. Should Blake Griffin retire early or try to make a comeback? Is he hurt now, B? Is he hurt I again? Know. I don't know. I mean, he played, no, he played, he played a couple of He played games last night. Yeah, All right, so he's been playing. He just he should retire then. No, 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 retire. no. I don't think he should retire. I think what? I think, no, he done, no, 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 no. No, I don't think Blake should retire. He can't. He got drafted what the same time as um who's that that's still playing in the league um that he got drafted. Oh well, damn, Derrick Rose. Um, but uh, no, I think I think Blake is a great like a fourth option guy on a on a winning team. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm I'm trying to think of an example. I can't think of an example off the top of my head right now. Like what team he will fit great right, you know, right now. That's why I want Pistons to trade him. Like just trade him, let him go somewhere where he can have a chance to win the title in these last few years. Cause he's definitely a shell of himself. But um, 
I'm trying to think of a team that, that can need like a fourth option like Blake Griffin, man. It's, it's he'd have been good on this, like maybe with this Miami team. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, he would be perfect on that Miami yeah, to, He would be to, nice on that Miami team. If he go to, to Miami. Bam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bam. yeah. Man, yes. Blake would fit. He would be nice. And, and I'm, I'm pretty sure he'd have a little bit of motivation because he's like, okay, cool. At least I'm on a playoff winning team. Right. This team just went to the NBA Finals this past year. You know, maybe I can give him an extra, extra oomph. Oh, yeah, Blake would be nice with them, man. He yeah. would be nice with them. I, I, yeah, I like that. So now I don't think he need to retire. Blake still got at least a good solid two or three years left in him, in my opinion. Mm. I think he should give it up. You think he should give it up? Yep. Just so go you, don't, give it up. you don't think he can be a factor on somebody's squad, Ken? Why is that, Ken? <sighs> he, he don't – I don't know, man. I, I miss the old Blake. Um, And I know I can watch highlights, but – I think he's just – he's gotten to the point where – well, this season to tell me something, right? So if he manages to get through this season healthy, then I would reconsider my position. But if he gets hurt again, you know, I would I would think he needs to give it up. Um, he yeah. – I haven't watched as many games as you have, B, maybe. So I don't even – I can't even really recall what he looks like on the court in terms of his athleticism, his ability to play. But from what I've seen, it hasn't really looked that good to the point where he can contribute to a, 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 a team that's competing for a title. Absolutely. Maybe coming off the bench as a role player. But that's not how I want to remember Blake Griffin. You know, so um, he going outside one way or the other. Yeah, I think he still play, man. He, he, he good. Blake, Blake, Blake's still good, man. Like, yeah, he, he, like I said, on a yeah, squad like Miami. I know somebody in the Western County or like or like a Blazers or somebody. Like if he go to Blazers, like he Blazers would love his services. I think I think he'd be straight, man. I I I like I said, I still think he got a good two or three years left in the can. Because I mean he still he still played with us. He just looks so unhappy playing with us. It's just kind of like I'm just here so I won't get fined type of deal, man. So I that's why I'm like, man, just I'm glad we gave up, you know, we traded D Rose because I didn't want to see D Rose rot his the rest of his career with the with the Pistons and we wasn't we're not going in the right direction. We in rebuilding mode. You know, players like players like Blake and like D Rose, they shouldn't be on the squads when when they're rebuilding. So, now I do. I, I agree with Ken in, in the fact that if he gets hurt again anyway, even a sprained ankle, he need to hang it up. Think so? It, yeah, that man he's been injured. He's been injured too much, man. He's definitely yeah. injured a lot. In this that man sprained sprain his ankle. He need to <laughs> be done. Hang it up. Hang it up. <laughs> Yeah, he, yeah, he's breaking. He's breaking. He's a shell of himself now. It's, it's tough to watch because he was one of the favorites and he was so dominant. You know, jumping over cars and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Now, now can he jump at all? Right, right. Yeah. yeah um, keep the questions coming. Um, I'm also going to pull up just some some of the the week's news as well. Uh, while I'm doing that, CG asked um, if the Nets never win the title, would it boost LeBron's legacy? I don't know what that I, went. I, I guess I guess because you're saying that they're so strong and maybe to some they're a favorite. I don't think it would at all because they're I don't know if they're a favorite at all. I mean they're, they're dynamic offense, but you know, for them to win a the title, they need more than that, which we already know. And that team they they lack a toughness and a, and a presence on defense that would help them to get to the point where I think they, not to say that they can't win the title because they can, 
but to be favorites, they need something more. Mm-hmm. Um, if they matched up, if 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 the Lakers played the Nets and LeBron Lakers beat the Nets, then yeah, absolutely. Um, but if they don't ever see each other, then I don't think it would have. I think the only way I could see it impacting is it shows that he can go, he can assemble a team and it works out uh, as opposed to other guys in the league like Durant and Harden um, and Kyrie. So I think that could help in terms of his leadership, but he would have to beat them to, to really, really kind of improve his legacy in, in, in the finals. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it would. Yeah. I'm with you, Ken. Like, I don't know how, what it has to do with LeBron per, per, per se, but I never even thought about that. Like, if you say the Nets don't win the championship this year or just ever, just as them being assembled? I'm assuming this year. I'm taking that as this year. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think it. I don't think it does anything to help LeBron's legacy. If they if they don't win it this year, that's just me. Right. Now, I don't even know why, but I just I didn't. I never thought about that. I never even thought about something like that. Like I don't think what what does the other player has to do with what what they should do. I mean, if anything, you need to question the stars that's on that team. Like you know James Harden or you know especially him because he's still trying to get a ring. A lot of his a lot of his contemporaries been getting rings except for him. So if anything, we need to question James Harden if more so than LeBron's legacy or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. yeah, no, I'm looking at James Harden funny if they don't win championship. All right, so this was interesting. So we're gonna jump to a bit of news, and I just thought this was interesting, Shelton. Um, as a Sixers fan, uh, Rivers is really getting a lot of credit for uh, Ben Simmons and the way he's playing, and uh, he told the reporters. Uh, earlier this season that of course he didn't care about the shooting as much as you know a lot of a lot of other people did you know he thinks he's a great player he just lets him play and uh, he gave him the keys and and that's it so he's cool with him taking 10 threes he's cool with him getting to the line 15 times he's just really just at the end of the day letting Ben be Ben and he's really focusing on um on winning and then um Ben Simmons said you know after victory last month uh, he's just said Doc keeps it real, and he keeps it straight. He wants him to get better, improve, and stay in the gym, continue to work. What was also interesting is that uh, is that in Simmons' first three seasons under Brown, he took 24 three-pointers in 217 games, or once every nine games played. This season Ooh. under Rivers, Simmons has taken at least one three-pointer once every 2.72 games played by far the most he's launched since entering the league. So, um, you know, I know you um, watch a lot of their games, and um, as they're noting here that his points have dropped, but there's a lot of other things that he's doing to contribute to this team. So um, what do you think – how would you assess Doc Rivers' impact on Ben Simmons so far this year? That's to be determined for me. Um, Playoffs is where we really can see impact more than anything else. he may feel a little more comfortable under mm-hmm. Doc. Um, but as far as on-court performance, he's doing what he's always done. Uh, gets to the basket and looks to get rid of that thing. And he, he passes before he shoots. That's that's what he's always done. Um, so I really don't see – my thing for, for a player like Ben is I want to see some growth. 
that's my favorite player in the league pretty much right now. So in saying that, I, I want to see more from him. And I don't I don't always get that. But they are they are winning. But I'm I'm just looking for him to be a little bit more of a contributor. I I, I feel where Doc's coming from, but I look at players individually as well. And I want to see individual growth from each player. And I think that for him, his his growth curve is just not where it should be. Ben Simmons should be all world at this point with the skill set that he has. And I just don't see him being any better than he was any other year. Mm. Uh, any thoughts on Ben Simmons so far this year, B? Um, yeah, I think and it's amazing how Doc Rivers kind of it's kind of like changing the culture and just the way the seriousness how Sixers are playing, not only just from Ben Simmons, but from Joel Embiid. Like the fact that he's looking like a top top-notch MVP candidate, like one of the top-notch MVP candidates right now in the league, man. And, um, yeah, I, I think Ben definitely has a sense of, like, I guess new motivation now that, that Coach Doc Rivers is, you know, since he's been over there. Um, so, I mean, I, I still kind of see the same Ben, the same solid, you know, great passer, great on-ball defender that I've always seen. So I don't – I can't necessarily say nah, unless he started hitting jump shots and doing taking elbow jump shots and like that. I mean, I really haven't really seen much of his game where I'm like, oh, man, he improved there. He improved there. He's still the same, you know, poised, you know, point guard that we've seen from Ben, at least from what I've seen when I watched him play. I haven't really nothing really stuck out to me like a sore thumb. Just is the fact that Sixers now, it looks like they're taking this season a lot more serious. Kind of the same way with the Clippers. It's like I feel like the Clippers are definitely taking this serious this season way more serious for some reason just the way they play their body language so i'm looking at stuff like that as far as ben simmons um but yes his game nothing really is like oh snap he, he got that in the arsenal arsenal now no it's just still the same ben simmons it's just he just got like a new motivation about him man the seriousness about him and, you, and you're right, B. Let me say this real quick, Ken. Mm-hmm. You're right. The the biggest difference in Doc is what he's done with Joel Embiid and mm-hmm. the maturity there. I, I'm, I'm going to give Doc credit for that because, mm-hmm. since, like you said, since he's been here, Joel Embiid been playing like a man child every man, game. Really none of that is. none of that weak stuff, none of that pouting and getting in trouble, you know, the, right. takes, the antics and all that stuff. Right. He's right. playing basketball. Yep. And that's the biggest difference in this team and this winning. You know, you, you got – Solid contribution from from Harris. You got him scoring. Shake Milton has stepped up some, mm-hmm. and even more so, you bring in Seth Curry, who's that missing piece. That that's what JJ Reddick. They lost with JJ Reddick that outside shooting and that craftiness. And you know you got a more well rounded team than they had last year. Yeah. So you know, with that being said, they they looked apart now, and Ben is doing what Ben does, but you know his, his people. His PPG fell off three points, you know, so that's it's not a little bit. That's a, that's a good little bit, but that's not to say he can't do it. I just want to see if he can do it in the games they needed him to do it in. Because it's going to be a time when when Joel and B may get in foul trouble or maybe out for a minute. Will mm-hmm. Ben pick up the slack? And he should be able to do that. Yeah. Um, B, you actually just sparked a question um, when you were talking about the Clippers. Um, are there any teams that – you guys have been impressed with so far in the NBA. Them too. Yeah, just <laughs> the, 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 the well, six, so, six so impressed or impressed or surprised 
to see them like play, like you said, and it could be like a mindset thing. Like you said, the Clippers have a serious, like a tone. They're different. Yeah. Yeah. So teams like that. Them too. Yeah. I mean, literally those are two teams that I've noticed where I'm like, okay, something is different. Something is different about this Clippers team. Like they, they just play with a different type of aura this year, you know, this season, you know what I'm saying? Like Paul, I mean, Paul George is playing, and I mean, even you said this, Ken. Like, if Paul George plays at this level that we're seeing him playing right now, if this carries on into the playoffs, yeah, the Clippers, Clippers are gonna be a, a team, man. They're gonna be a, a serious team. And just the fact that Talu, you know, they're definitely more committed. They were already they were already committed on the defensive side of the ball. They even more committed on the defensive side of the ball because I feel like they understand. Look, we got guys on the team, at least two of them, that can instantly give us buckets whenever we need it. So if we mm-hmm. can just if we can play, because we already know Lou is a defensive guy. He he wants guys that plays defense. So if you know, if the way those guys are playing right now, Clippers, and like I said, they're not chatting, they're not talking, they're just all about business when they're out there playing, man. And they, you know, they've been winning close games. So they like I said, them and Sixers to me are are like the teams that's like surprising right now, how much, how much of difference in body language and just how they're playing and how they're carrying themselves this season so far with, with just all doing this switching coaches. All you're doing is just changing head coaches and, and look how these teams are looking, man. So mm. yeah, I'm really impressed with those two teams right now, man. Well, let me give you my two, my two are pretty easy to Phoenix Suns, which they started their journey at in the bubble, but with adding Chris Paul, that team just looks really good. They look that strong. Surprise me. Yeah. But I, I get you though. I get you Shelton. I mean, when they got CP3, I was like, they're going to be a playoff team. Like, it, yeah, it, it was automatic when I knew. Yeah, that's 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 the difference. And I, I guess you can't really count that as a surprise. Right. But the fact that they're playing, in, once again, they're playing in all, they, all the phases of the game they look good in. Mm-hmm. So, for the, that that team out of all the teams, I'm, I'm just really impressed with them that they're holding, holding course. They're fourth in the West, and they got a chance to make a move on the Clippers. They're only a couple games back in the Clippers, so they – they could technically make some noise in these playoffs as well. And my number one surprise team is the Charlotte Hornets. And it's, it's, it's just remarkable how confident that team is playing. I'm watching the games and I'm seeing a team that believes now, you know what I'm saying? And, you, and already LaMelo has paid off. He's putting butts in the seats. If they could be there, they would be there to watch this dude because he's making spectacular plays at least two times a game now. And he's doing some some nice things. And they're seventh in the East right now, seventh in the Eastern Conference. So with the way this lineup is shaped, and you can't shake your – and I don't know if y'all remember, but Gordon Hayward, I said that was a good move. It's paying mm, off. Yeah. It's paying off. And I figured it would. Once again, you know, he just needed a place to breathe. It was It was kind of – claustrophobic in Boston for him because you had so many players that did the same thing that he did. He just needed a little room and he was still the same player. He just had a hurt leg. So now that he's back, that team looks really good. That team, you know, they're young still. And then, you know, they're, they're a couple of years away from winning, but as far as this year goes, being seven in, in the East, that's a major accomplishment. I'm really surprised by the New York Knicks because there was a time where you would just expect to see a loss from them. And that's no longer the case. Even though they've started to lose more and more games lately, like the season is catching up to them and, you know, their talent can only take them so far. But I'm less surprised when I see them actually win a game. 
And I haven't had a chance to watch a lot of their games this year. Um, but because of their performance, I'm really curious to see, like, how they're going about winning this game, these games. And, you know, could we expect them to take a step forward next year? As R.J. Barrett improved, you guys talk about quickly a lot. I want to see him play to see if it's hype or if, if it's legit. And I believe, y'all, I think it is legit. But, you know, you know, I just want to kind of see for myself. So I'm really impressed with how hard they're playing. And whether or not they're turning into wins uh, night in and night out, it feels like they step on the court to win a game. Now, as opposed to in the past, they were just playing a game to play a game. Um, the other team, the Raptors, man, because remember, the Raptors were terrible to start the season. They could not win a game. And now all of a sudden, they, they're actually a fifth seed at 12 and 13, but they had a horrible record. It, it didn't look like they even knew. Yeah. They didn't even look like the same record, uh, yeah. Raptors. So for them to turn it around um, the way they have um, and to climb all the way to the fifth seed from the bottom, I think is impressive. Um, and even, yeah, I'm going to tip my hat to, uh, to Gordon Hayward on, on the Hornets, man. I think he's definitely, in the games that I've seen, like he looks like he's back to that white boy that made my top five a couple of years ago. Um, and he's climbing. I think he's made a you, – you were right, Shelton, and that was a good call because um, – you know, prior to uh, LaMelo even getting into the lineup, I felt like his presence and what he was doing really made a significant contribution to the team overall. And um, and you could just you could just kind of see it. And, you know, there's no doubt that LaMelo definitely kind of contributed that bringing probably that youthful energy that he has, um, that excitability um, to the organization as well. But they, they feel a little bit more stable. So um so yeah I'm I'm gonna tip my hat to the to the Charlotte Hornets also, um yeah I think they're they're doing big things, um so yeah I'm gonna go back to uh to the chat here and see what we got. Uh, there was one we got a couple super chats. Ken. Okay, yeah, go ahead and hit them. Um, the first one we got was from um and I saw a couple good questions as well. We're gonna get to was from Marty McFly. What's up, Marty? As always. What up, Marty? Um. Do you buy the Nets can play good enough defense when it counts? I don't get how people can overlook building that foundation. I, me personally, I, I, I think they could, they just need some key stops. If they can make key stops at key times as possible for them to be fine. I think they can make the stops when it counts. They only the only thing that can really stop them is themselves getting in their own heads and their own way. They lose a couple games. They got to really hold it together. And you're dealing with a couple guys with egos on that team, a couple guys who are in their feelings, so to speak. So you really got to have that. Somebody got to step up and just say, look, man, no matter what, we got to hold the course. Everything's going to be fine. Let's just keep playing ball. And if they if they can do that, they'll be okay. But for the most part, they'll get in their own way before anybody else even get to, gets in their way. But yeah, as far as defense goes, I think that, like I said, if they can make the key stops, DeAndre Jordan can kind of have what to play in the playoffs, they'll be okay. I want to, I want to add to that, uh, B, um, and Shelby, you can, you can uh, address this as well. This is from Derek Addison. And I think it ties in with the question also, because he asked, has anybody seen anything that shows Steve Nash can coach? So, <laughs> and uh and and my answer is no absolutely not and 
you know, FIFO laughed at me. He, he joked and everybody went out when I questioned it myself. Mm-hmm. But um, but no, I haven't seen anything yet. And I think he would be a factor into Marty's question because he would have to figure out a way to coach or find somebody on the staff to coach a defense to stop at some point. Yes. in Yes, because playoff, yeah. when playoff when playoff ball come, you're going to need it. Did Steve Nash even play defense when he played? I don't I don't no. recall them teams no. playing no. defense nope. at all anyway. No. Um, I, I think that the head, for me in my mind, sometimes the head coaching position can be overrated. I think that it's more important. You know, we, we look at Phil Jackson, he had Tex Winter all those years. You know, your assistants are sometimes just as important as the head man. The head man is just to keep everybody's heads together. The assistants are the ones who actually coach these teams. These coordinators are the ones who actually put everything together. So, and we're talking about grown men at this point. These guys don't need to be taught defense. They just need to be reminded and motivated to do so. So that's where it's going to come from. Nobody's going to magically come in and put in some superior system to make them play some great defense. They're just going to have to step up possession by possession and say, this one counts. And I'm going to have to play some defense this particular time. And I don't know if that team, once again, they're the type that sometimes they may not be willing to do so. So we just got to wait and see what happens with them and see if they add a couple more pieces. I saw they would bring him back. Iman Shumpert. I don't know. Has he played yet oh, at wow. all? He hasn't played. Iman Shumpert hasn't played in like two years, it seemed like. Well, they, 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 they signed him to come back to help. On defense, perimeter, I don't know. Yeah, perimeter, perimeter defense, more like, yeah. I, can, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know I don't if Amaya Shepard – I mean, if this was Amaya Shepard from four years ago, maybe, I would say, okay, that's a great defensive pickup. But, I mean, we yeah. haven't seen Amaya play in a minute, man. Uh, I mean, yeah, my thing is I would have taken one of those guys, you know, because they got a couple people, uh, Bruce Brown, a couple of those guys like that and say, listen, man, your job is going to be to be that guy. I don't know. What they can do, you're going to be the Patrick Beverly of this team. You're going to get on people's nerves. You're going to be the difference on the defensive side of the ball. And that's what they need to do, just convince him to do that, as well as DeAndre Jordan to get back to his old ways of protecting the rim. If you can convince those couple players to play defense like that, that's really all you need. And from there, you do what you do on the outside with the other guys and make it work. But that's that's what this team needs. What do you think about the Nets, B? Man, Marty's question. Man, I'm, I, they defensively they still concern me, man. Like they just the way a lot of these teams, like the Wizard team, you know, teams that has no business scoring as many points as they scoring. Pistons scoring 122 points against them. Uh, you know, they, they defensively they just concern me. Offensively, yeah, of course they. I mean. When they clicking offensively, especially with all three of them, I mean, yeah, they, they're going to be a scary team offensively. I mean, yeah, they can they can score 140 points and they sleep with the, with that squad. But I don't know, man. You know, you know how playoff man playoff game the game slows down, the game tightens up, everything that lane is a little more crowded now in playoff ball. We've all seen it. So um, I don't know, man. If they if they can't get it together defensively, I, yeah, I I don't I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if they'd be a second round exit. You know what I'm saying? You know, if, if they don't get it, if they don't get it together defensively. Um, that's the only thing that really concerns me. I mean, they just you just can score too easily on this team. I feel like 
you know, I can go out there and, and maybe score like about eight points. I mean, that's saying a lot for someone who don't play professional basketball. But Jesus Christ, like, I mean, Kyrie, they they, they just don't guard, man. I, I don't know if y'all be watching these games. They are terrible yeah. defensively. Like, they just do not. I just be watching the games and be shaking my head. Now, on offense, I'd be like, oh, wow. Like, yo, like, these, this, man, these guys here is going to be something scary offensively. But defensively, it's just like, you can't, you know, they, they have scored 140 on you, but the team will score 140 40 points. You know what I'm saying? This is like, damn, like, play some D. I'm not saying y'all got to be 2004 Pistons and no shit like that. But damn, let me see some let me see some stops. And like you said, Shelton, hopefully, you know, when they know the game, when it really, really counts and when they get in the playoffs, maybe, you know, you know, there's some of them players that step up and wake up and be like, yo, we got to play some defense. But as of right now, what I've been seeing defensively, man, they they just worry me. They worry me too much. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm putting together my top five list. You know, I was too. <laughs> yep, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. I got another super chat uh, question right. as well. Um, thank you for the super chats. We appreciate y'all. Uh, Louis Gregor, I think I said Gregoire, I think I said that right. Should the Raps trade Kyle Lord before he loses value? And if so, to who? It's a good question. If you, if I could, if um, I could put him on a perfect team mm-hmm. for me. It would be a team like um, I re- reunited with um, reunited with in uh, LA with Kawhi. That's why. Oh like yeah, that was my Clippers. yeah, and that was actually my that was my team. If they can if they can somehow trade him and because I don't think Tyloo like Lou Williams. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Tyloo care right. for Lou Williams. Um, so I mean, at least in that value of that trade coming back, you get you got instant offense, but. I can see that. I can see Clippers packaging maybe, you know, Lou Williams and uh, maybe I don't, I don't know how the Clippers – didn't the Clippers trade off all their draft picks to get Paul George? Yep. They did, so I, so yeah, so I, I, I don't see how that would work. But I don't know if you want – I mean, what other player you can probably throw in there for, for Kyle Lowry? Um, mm-hmm. But that would be – man, if he go to the Clippers, that would be nice, man. Like, like I said, yeah. like I said, Ty Lue don't don't like – don't care for Lou Williams – because Lou Williams don't play no defense. So mm. Ty Lue wants defensive. He wants guys to play defense. You got to play on both ends of the ball for on a Ty Lue team. So um, I can see Lou Williams, you know, package Lou Williams. And maybe it might be two players. Maybe Ty, uh, Kyle Lowry and I can't think of, you know, maybe a, just a, a regular average player for Lou Williams and another average player or something like that. It depends on how the money is. I don't know how Lou Williams' contract and how – Kyle Lowry contract is, but yeah, I feel like, yeah, this is, if you want, I mean, of course I know t- Toronto Raptors don't want to trade him maybe because it's like, okay, yeah, he's been, he's our guy that won championship with, we had a lot of good years with him, but it, still NBA is still a business at the end of the day. And mm-hmm. if you can try to get something while the getting is good, because if you hold on to Kyle Lowry too long and then you try to trade him, it'd be like teams wouldn't care. So I feel like right now is a good time to do it while the iron's hot. and the, Shelton, you took my team. I think the Clippers is good. I can't think of nobody else top of my head, but when I thought of Kyle Lowry being traded, I'm like, oh yeah, take him to the Clippers because Ty Lue don't care about Lou Williams. Um, yeah, that's a good peak. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you, you guys. But I think B, you you just kind of you just said a take right there, man. Talking about Ty, Ty Lue don't care about Lou Will like that. That's uh 
Yeah, that that one almost slipped by. That's a that's an interesting take. Yeah, you know, because you know Lou William, you know, you gotta. I mean, Ty Lou, you gotta play defense, man. He, he yeah, I don't think he guy. did. He not play the last game or something. Something happened with him playing time wise the last game. I, I can't remember what it was exactly, but I saw well, a that a couple of people have been hurt, so he's been playing a little bit more. But yeah, I think B B's right. Like he's kind of been up and down this season with them. He might have got some bad wings or something. uh let's see seb seb asked will the mavs make the playoffs no i don't think the mavs gonna make the playoffs this year i know it's i'm a no to be yeah i know it's still fairly early in the season but man uh I hope they can turn it around. I mean, I mean, it would be nice to get, get Luca in the playoffs. I mean, I, I'm I'm always for having elite players play in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Lou, I mean the Lucas and the Dev Bookers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want the elite players to be in playoff. I want to see how they are in playoff mode. So, yeah, I would like. I hope they turn around. But as of right now, I'm gonna say no. I don't think Dallas is gonna make the playoffs. Matter of fact, let me look at the standings and see. Let me see if there's anybody who I feel that might slip that can give Dallas. First could slip. But why you look? Uh, yeah, the Spurs are the team that I was going to point to, and I, I was going to say yes. I think they will make the playoffs. The crazy thing about it is they're only two and a half games out of fifth place in the West, so everything is muddled up in the middle for all oh, these teams okay. in the West and the East. Okay, yeah. So it's it's really easy to go on a little run, and you know they're twelve and fourteen right now. Like I said, they're only. Um, Two and a half games behind Portland in the fifth seed. Mm, yeah. Really easy for a I team mean, like that to get catch fire. I mean, I don't know. Well, like right now, y'all think so? Out of all these eight teams that's in the that's right now the top eight teams in the West. So you think Golden State might slip out? You think San Antonio? So you think San Antonio? You say San Antonio uh, can right? Mm. I, I I was gonna say the Spurs too. I worry about Golden State, even though I have a lot of faith in them. Mm-hmm. Just injury-wise, any anything can happen at any point with that team, and, I, and it scares me. Um, I don't see I don't see Portland slipping out. I don't see Denver slipping. I think out. yeah, I was gonna say I think Denver's gonna gonna turn it on. I think I they're gonna be, Phoenix be gonna okay. Slip out. I don't think Clippers, LA, and Utah gonna slip out. So I, I it's that's a that's a valid question. I mean, that's really a that's a good question. I mean, that's not like a oh man, what are you thinking, asking that or whatever. That's I mean, would a Mavs make the playoffs? Like I said, I know it's early, but I'm I'm gonna go on a limb right now and say no. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no, and I think I think even looking at the guys that are like two games out with them, you know, the Kings, eh, no, but they have been playing better. Uh, but I think if if anybody that could take that that spot from the Spurs will be uh, the Grizzlies. You know, I think they could sneak in there because mm-hmm. you know the Mavs they're just not a good team, and yeah, they're on a bit of a win streak here and there. Uh, they managed to spring it together a couple of wins, but from what I've seen, I just don't like the way they they play. Luca whining and stuff. Um, so, but when it cures all, so we'll see if that's that's the case. But I think Memphis could creep in instead of Dallas. So, King, why you say that man was whining? He was not whining. He was whining during the whole losing streak. No, he said we can play better. That's what leaders do. Leaders nah. put it on the back of the team. That's what he's supposed he, to do. He was whining, man. Whining to me would be going after your teammates, saying, "Man, y'all ain't doing y'all's job, man. They making me look bad." That's whining to me. 
complaining about calls, complaining about the situation. What he said was, I take ownership of how I'm playing. I got to do better. I stink. That's nah, what he, he, he was. He was whining about the team and, you know, this whole we could play better stuff is I, I look at that as a little bit of whining, too, because they were on a losing streak. His head was down. He had low energy, low self-esteem. You know, he just he just he wasn't right in the head. That wasn't that's not the Luca that I'm used to seeing. I'm used to seeing Luca being positive and upbeat and stuff like that. He just he was in a in a funk, man. So I don't know. But, you know. He better now that they winning. <laughs> uh, let's see. There was another one I saw here. Oh, the chat moved on. That's what oh, yeah, we got another super chat as well. We got a couple super chats. Um, hold on one second. I'm sorry, y'all. We got a super chat from Weedon Boys. Appreciate you, Weedon Boys. What are your thoughts on Draymond Green? Is he a top 30 player? Not in the least. Not in the who? least right now. Draymond That's Green. Who? A top Draymond 30 Green. player? Yes. No. No, he's not. No. Did y'all see that three? Y'all see what he did? I posted it in the chat. I posted it in the chat. Yeah. Yeah. Draymond but. Green is a, is just basically a, a super role player. A glue guy who's average at best. Tigolo, my dude, man. Tigolo. That's what I'm talking about, man. But um, but yeah, Draymond is not a top 30 player. I would like to make out that list, though, but I don't think he would make the list. I think some of these young guns that came in and passed them them up. So, uh, you know, and I think injuries just caught up with him. You know, he's one of those guys as clear as day. Like, he'll still be able to go out and do Draymond stuff, but he's really impactful when there's a lot of other good guys around him. Mm -hmm. And that helps really pump up and accentuate his talents. Yeah, he's not top 30. He's averaging five points a game on this team. Five points a game? Yes, sir. Draymond Green averages five points, five rebounds, and seven assists. Dang. Wow. That's worse than I thought. Uh, yep. Let me read what Tigolo said. Five points a game? Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm, I'm mocking you, but yeah, yeah, Draymond's not top 30. All right, hold on. Uh, Draymond is that glue glue guy FIFO talks about all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, chat moving fast. Ah, Tigolo. Tigolo Kane. Man, you my dude, man. He said that I'm at the point where Brad Stevens might need to go because he thinks he can't handle top-level talent. Ooh, Ooh. And then, hey, hey, okay, so I'm, 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 I'm going somewhere <laughs> else with this. I'm going some, why are you laughing? No, because I, I was thinking about this earlier today. Was I talking to my dad when I was when I thought about this? But anyway, I was thinking, okay, so let's just throw this scenario out here. What if, what if Talu, what if the Clippers win the championship this year? Like, now, like, where do we have to place Tyloo in 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 the coaching carousel? Not, I'm not saying is he. I'm not doing a Pat Mahomes no shit like that. Like, is he the top five greatest coaches ever? But like, if he if he wins a championship with this Clippers team, we gonna have to start like talking about him as far as like the current echelon of coaches right now. Like, we have to put him above Brad Stevens because you yeah. know, 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to think he gave he he coached Cleveland to their first ever NBA title. And if you coach the Clippers, the Clippers out of all organizations to their first title, yes, we we got to we got to start we got to start uh, putting some respect on Tyloo's name, like like yeah. for real for real respect on Tyloo's name. So yeah, he's he'd be he'd be Lily he'd be way past Brad Stevens at that point if he if he managed to win a championship with this Clippers squad, and maybe. Maybe we have to put him up there with with Spo. You know what I'm saying? Like that'd be crazy, man. If he, if if Ty Lue can pull this off, if he can pull this off, you know, within you know, you got to figure within the last what within five years or, or yeah, five years, five seasons. He he got two franchises. Their coach he coached two franchises. Their first ever NBA titles, man. Like teams we never would thought that a one championship. Mm. <laughs> Chris is talking about Tyloo is just the guy AI stepped over. The whole time he was talking, that's all I could think about was seeing AI stepping over. <laughs> that, that's the play. That's the player Tyloo. I'm talking about the coach Tyloo. Yeah. Why can't I he agree. be better I, than why can't he be better than Brad Stevens now? He's beaten Brad Stevens in the playoffs. The playoffs he, yeah, he has. He, he and has. he got a ring. He yeah. has. Yeah, you, you, we really got to start looking at Brad Stevens a little funny too, because let's not act like these Boston squads haven't been good. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's He's had some some of these Boston squads have really been been some solid teams that he's been having over the last what seven seasons, I guess, if you want to just throw out a number. Um, but yeah, I yeah, we definitely might have to start looking at Brad Stevens funny in the light, especially if we start seeing, you know, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum starting to blossom into the players that we can blossom that we could imagine them blossom into as far as future superstars in this league. And they still fall up short. They still coming up short in the playoffs. We have to start looking at Brad Stevens a little funny. I mean, and some people are looking at him funny right now. You know, I mean, not even saying in a couple more years they're gonna look at him funny. It's people that's been it's people that's been looking at Brad Stevens funny for the last two seasons. I would say at max. There's another. There's another good uh, comment in the chat from Chris. I was thinking the same thing, Chris. I really was, um, but you did beat me to it. He. He compared Ty Lue to Steve Kerr. You know, he getting in on the, on on a good situation. Yeah, good situation with stacked talent. I guess mainly I'm just looking at like, dude, this man had put titles for team the Clippers out of all organizations. The Clippers, if he if he managed to coach them into an NBA title, man, that, that's impressive. That's impressive. That's really impressive, especially after after. Uh, what we can who we consider a future Hall of Fame coach and Doc Rivers was just over there and look what happened and then Ty Lue goes there and what if not if not this year what if next year they win a title like I mean that's impressive man that that'd mm-hmm. be that'd be very impressive to do that for this Clippers team that's always been looked at has been the laughing stock of the NBA mm-hmm. been considered the worst luck or whatever right. The, the 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 second the, the stepsons in LA as far as you know the LA teams or whatever the the last forgotten and you win a title with that team that's impressive. So if you win, if they win the title this year, would they still be like the stepsons in your opinion? Or I mean, I, of course. I mean, compared to the Lakers, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. I mean, <laughs> if the Clippers can win a championship this year and next year, they're still going to be the fourth or fifth most important team in LA. Like you still got 
you know, the Lakers. Hell, you still got the Dodgers. Hell, you even got USC is still kind of like more popping than the Clippers or yeah. whatever. So it's like Clippers are Golden still State. the Clippers are gonna still kind of be like the afterthought of LA, regardless if they win. LA, yeah. yeah, you know, they it's, it's the teams, it, these other LA teams have have cemented too much legacy for the Clippers to come in and win one championship and be like, oh, look at them now. They're 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 gonna still be they're gonna still be look kind of frowned upon a little bit, you know. Right. I think we had another uh, oh yeah from Marty McFly. Um thank you Marty. There is playing games for seven through ten seeds this year. Oh Uh, okay so they really about to go with that. I think they had tried that out in the bubble. So I think they really I thought and I thought that was just a bubble thing. So I think they might kind of start going with that maybe. Hmm. That'd be interesting. So they got a oh yeah, so they just need okay, so maybe so I mean because so the case, they the Dallas the will make the playoffs then, really. I mean Yeah, yeah. They you know, they're kind of cheating, but yeah, they can right, still make the playoffs. Right. Well, I know who I, I know I know a team not making the playoffs with that format, the Washington Wizards. <laughs> Shout out to Nicky Doucet. Hey man, yeah. I, I I um <laughs> I uh I looked at that. That's really a bad team, bro. Who the Wizards? Yes. Have you really looked at that roster? Yes. I mean, I, you it's don't. You don't look. You didn't even say. You didn't even say this to Nick. You don't even be saying this to me. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Be laughing at Nick. Yeah, that's why Nick hung out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my God, man. When I when I look, I'm like, man, it's it's really Bradley Bill, or sometimes it'll be uh, Russell Westbrook. Uh, FIFO's getting off. Yeah, he, uh, FIFO will be here in about five minutes, y'all. Um, and then we'll do some of our top five overrated, but, um, but yeah. Um, and I got my list together, but yeah, man, like that's really a bad team. And I really want to know why he thought they would win 50 games. I must've missed that, but they're horrendous, bro. That's cause Nick um, was being Nick, man. You know, Nick just be saying stuff, man. He'd be, he'd be on his yeah. back doing this shit for real sometimes. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, Nick, you don't believe half the stuff you say. Yeah. You know, if you, if you guess 10 times at something. One of those times you're gonna be right, and you'll look right. like Jesus. So that's the that's the it's like the lottery. You know what I'm saying? You, you put your numbers in and hope that they work. That's what Nick does. Yeah. Darrell Brown said that. Yeah, Darrell Brown said that Luca admitted himself that he was whining. I, I saw that, but I skipped past that. I <laughs> yeah, Darryl, I, I, I didn't see. That. <laughs> oh man. Um, so anyway. he said complaining. and he didn't say whining. I mean, you know. Hey, um, Tig- uh, Tigalo hit us with another. Is it Tigalo or, or Tigalo? Tell tell me in the chat if I'm saying your name right. I, I said Tigalo, like like Fonte. Tigalo, Tigalo, Tigalo. I think it's Tigalo. I think it's Tigalo. I'm thinking hip hop. <laughs> me too. So, so say which one is right and which one is wrong. Anyway, uh, Tigalo hit us up with a, uh, another super chat. Top five coaches in 2021. Mm, I like that one. Okay, we'll do that when people get here too. Uh, so that's good when I start working on my list. Um, and so we'll talk about when FIFO get here, we'll talk about LaMelo. We'll do these top fives too. And then I'm going through the chat to see if there's anything. Was there anything you guys seen throughout in, in the news this week um, that caught your um, eye that you want to talk I, about? I think we, we kind of, you know, talked about this a lot in the chat. Really, it was, you know, Kevin Garnett saying that he didn't think players from 20 years ago can play in the league today. 
Yeah. Really? Yeah. You didn't see that article? I, I mean, I think I posted it in the chat. Yeah, too. you did. I saw it, but I you just didn't pay no attention. You just you just skimmed it and was like, whatever. I didn't yeah. get a chance to read it. I meant to go back and read the article. But what what was his his thought well, process I mean, behind you know, it? It was interesting. He said something um, to the extent of like, you know, uh, you know, players now can't hand check, so you know, it's going to be really easy for them. He he's saying the guys that played twenty years ago are so used to playing defense, you know, hand checking that they won't be able to play defense like really that well because of the hand checking. And I'm like, well, if that's the case, that reason is the reason why we say like a player like Jordan would score more points in today's league because of no hand checking. Jordan was used to hand checking. Everybody was hand checking Jordan when he was playing the league. And now if Jordan like, oh shit, you can't hand check me. Yeah. I'm a score. I'm an average 45 a game easily. You know what I'm saying? So I think for that reason, a lot of the, at least the superstars for that fact, for that matter, um, can still play in this league. I think a Paul Pierce would be able to play in a prime Paul Pierce would still be able to play in this league just fine because of, of hand checking because of, the, of no mm-hmm. hand. So, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. And I, I respect KG's opinion big time because, I mean, he's a guy that's, you know, he's a, a Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's a guy that's played in this league and that was a superstar in this league for many years. So, I mean, I would, I would, you know, assume that he knows what he's talking about. But for someone from the outside looking in and, you know, being the, the basketball lover that I am, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I, I didn't play at no professional level. I play in the AAU level. That's about the highest basketball level I play. But I don't know about that one, KG. That, that's interesting that he says that because I, I think, you know, because of no hand checking, guys that are used to physical play that ha- that still scored 20 a game with more physical defense. Now you take that physical aspect away. Mm-hmm. Them guys can still score. Now, granted, yes, of course the game has evolved. The guys are faster. Guys are taller. We didn't have no KD-like player back then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was like a freaking uh, 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 alien. You know what I'm saying? LeBron James is practically damn near like Carl Malone, but that can move like a point guard. So this is like, yeah, the evolution of players, yes, that's changed. but. You take the physicality of it, and you know these players can still play. Twenty years ago, they can play in in this league today. I T Mac, man, T Mac will have a field day with Bro, no chicken. Yes, he would. You know what I'm saying? Like T and yeah. T Mac played during the KG era, so twenty years ago, T Mac, Vince Carter will have a field day scoring with no hand checking in today's NBA. So I think that may have just been his way of saying that the guys of today are soft, like. Yeah, we couldn't play with y'all because we'd be beating y'all up. You know what I'm saying? Like Man, that. You know what? That's that's a good. You know what? I that's, never. That's I probably never looked at it that way. But the way KG was wearing it, it, he just made it seem like, oh no, these players are faster. They out here breaking your ankles more and all that little stuff. I'm nah. like, what? Like KG? Nah, but here, here, basketball here. evolves, and 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 you play according to how the game is played. They change the rules. You just gonna change with it, and, and them, them guys could do all that same stuff. Right. What was you about to say, Tebow? Not, not, not to the same level, though. Like, because, you know, part of evolution is taking what was there before you and improving upon it. And if you improved upon it, that means that the, that, that the error that you improved upon isn't as good as what you are. Like, the kids coming out today, and I said this years ago, it's been documented because I, I, I say it all the damn time. The talent in the NBA has never been higher. Like, across the board. You could go watch the Sacramento Kings. Them motherfuckers got ta- They ain't winning. 
Mm-hmm. We could attribute that to a lot of different things, but there's a lot of teams that have tremendous talent. And I think that there are generational guys, regardless of era, they can play. KG can play in this era. Would he be as dominant or less dominant or more dominant? Who knows? But we know KG getting 25 and 12 a game in this era. He can do a lot of what the guys are doing now. And because of what they're doing now, he would have more of a three-point shot. We know he was money from 15 to 18. We know that. Why can't he shoot a three-point shot? Chris Bosh did it. I think KG's a better player than Chris Bosh. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that there is a level of truth of what he's saying. I, I, I think those end-of-the-bench guys, those guys, the, the guys that were on the fence previously in his era have no chance in this era. Mm. I mean, I'm he should, he should have specified that, then because I just took it as he was saying players from 20 years ago, as in including him and other superstars in the league, would, wouldn't be able to play in today's NBA. That's how Let I took it. B, B is Shelton and Kent. What, what, don't y'all think that players today at a younger age have more of a defined skill set? They're better shooters, passers, dribblers of the basketball. Maybe the IQ and the toughness isn't there, yeah. but, but the, the fundamental skill. They're Not 20 from. years ago. I, I don't think 20 years ago it was that far off. I just really don't. I think that, like, looking back, and I'm, I'm trying to think of some 12 men from 20 years ago. Because you look at T-Mac. They like were T-Mac. No, no, no. Wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm not saying that there were zero players. I'm not saying that. Right? I just said KG could come in this in this era of basketball at his prime and dominate. What I'm saying is, is that the volume of player now, meaning that there's just more players now that have the requisite skill set that a whole bunch of players did not have back then. There's more guys that have it now than had it back then. I don't think then. it's that many. Yeah. Kyle Lowry ain't playing in the, in the, in the league back then. He is. I, 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 don't, I don't think so, though, people. Like I said, those guys from 20 years ago, the year 2000, those guys were more skilled if you ask me. You take look, – look at the list, you know, from Kobe to Tim Duncan to um, Dirk Nowitzki, Steve so, Nash. Hold on. In, um, 2000, in 2000, those guys were young. So so let's not, you know, reimagine the prime version of Kobe winning championships. That's, that was Kobe. That's still – yeah, 2000 Kobe was still uh, – I'm, I'm talking about as far as his skill set was still there. Even though he was younger, he was still there. You know what I'm saying? He, he was still killing. And he was still doing what he do. Dirk Nowitzki mm-hmm. could do. You know, he was magical with the ball still. Um, Steve Dirk Nash. took some time. What, what, yeah. what I'm saying is that, that the kids today are, are, can cook a lot earlier than those guys of that time. Steve Nash struggled. Kobe struggled. Dirk Nowitzki struggled. But you got guys like um, LaMelo coming out, right? LaMelo don't look like he's struggling like those guys struggled. He has a more advanced skill set day one than a lot of those guys did. Not saying that those guys weren't great, but mm. they weren't doing what he's doing right now as early as they're doing it. Yeah, but you told me that Melo was playing against grownups a lot. It so was. That's gonna that's gonna factor into correct. You know, okay, fine. And, and Iverson, Iverson did it when he came out. He was oh no, one hundred percent. I'm not. I'm not saying that there aren't anomalies, and I'm not saying again. I'm not saying that those guys aren't great. I'm saying that those guys are great. I'm just saying that they didn't become the Hall of Fame players that we know as quickly as some of these guys are even becoming all-stars. 
is, is the only point I'm making. They're just they're just more ready now because they've played basketball longer. Back even back in that day, right? Like Kobe, Kobe, Kobe grew up overseas. Kobe was born overseas. He didn't have the AAU circuit to the degree that we have it now. He wasn't training to the degree. Like high school kids have trainers now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. You, think about the hyperbaric chamber. Just think about in the last 20 years, the advancement of recuperation of technology to take care of your body. These kids are growing up with that. They have an advantage. I'm not, again, I'm not saying that those guys couldn't compete. I'm just saying that these guys are competing quicker, faster now than those guys did. They're percolating. They're just a more ready-made product coming out because of the time that's being put in. Yeah, we are in the microwave society and those guys are coming out fast and and, and they are coming out of blocks pretty quick. I agree with you on that. You know, yeah, even, it, even looking back further, it, ta- it takes a couple of years to get accustomed to NBA lifestyle for most, except for now. Now, you are right. Most of them have to come in ready almost to play K- day one. And if you're not KJ, playing. KJ said just because you have a trainer doesn't mean you're better. No, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. OK, look, <laughs> one plus one doesn't equal two in this scenario. It's just it's a combination of every it's a combination of this era is basically what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? It's just you're putting in more time. You're perfecting your craft a lot earlier in this era than you were back then. Think about like, and I'm taking I know a little just slightly back, but Charles Bark, Charles Bark didn't start playing real basketball to high school. He, he had no AAU. You know what I'm saying? Like those guys were not defined when they got into the league. And I'm not saying that these guys are. <laughs> I'm not yeah. saying. That. I'm just saying that they're more ready to compete at a higher. level. Are you level. talking about those that make it to the NBA? Yeah, because a lot of those guys play a lot of AAU, and we don't ever see them. Right. First, I'm talking about the ones that make it to the NBA. Anthony Edwards. I I, I was been telling y'all this guy is gonna be a, a beast when he comes to the league. Beast. I right. You, when they fall into the regular pool of of the elite NBA player, not elite, but meaning the few men or women in the NBA in in the USA or globally that can make the NBA? Like, it's only a no, of course. 500 or so, no, right? Of course. No, no. But, Kemba, what I'm saying is out of that 500, 300 at or at a higher level than, than, than 20 years ago is all I'm saying. That there's more oh, guys no. at a higher level. Look, look. Even um, um, Anthony Edwards' college coach, he coached Dwayne Wade. He said, Dwayne ain't have half of what you have at this age. And when you look at him play, he looks like D-Wade now. He's a rookie. See, D. Wade was a, a late bloomer, though. He, yeah. D. He Wade was. himself was okay. not expected to do what he did. So I don't really count D. Wade. He still went that. top five in the draft. But the question is, can Anthony Edwards get to D. Wade level? Well, it shall be. It shall be seen. But what we see right but now. But what happens if he don't? If he don't, he don't. People flame. But then that, that then him saying he had D. Wade to have that. Kind of washes itself out, right? Doesn't it cancel Look, out? Because again, it's, it's a multitude of factors, and a lot of it has to do with Anthony Edwards himself. The things that you cannot measure. Now, every by all accounts, everybody says he has that, and you see what he's doing as a rookie. Mm-hmm. So he has something inside of him that pushes him to be great. But as of like starting off the starting block, he got a lot more than a lot of rookies have in, in terms of skill set. Look at the man's ball handling. I can't I can't say that though, FIFO, because a lot of these guys they have no defensive skills whatsoever. These players from 20 years ago are more well-rounded. They played offense and defense. These guys can do some spectacular things, but as far as a skill set, that's to part say of the that they can come out 
and, and he flashes. Don't get me wrong. Like even Anthony Edwards, for example, he flashes. But is he ready not to lead a team? He's not even close to of being course. ready to be a leader. But how, many of, but how many of those guys? KG wasn't ready. No. It's great. He, he, was, he flashed though. He wasn't ready, huh? He flashed though. He, of it's course, the same thing. But, it's the same scenario. But Shelton, but 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 you're just proving my point of my theory of three to five. It takes three to five years to know what really a guy is, well, regardless of wherever he starts. Well, KJ also makes another good point, which is kind of what I was saying. Peaking earlier doesn't mean you peak higher. No, and but, I'm but not, I, and I'm I know not you're not saying that. that but when, when you when, that. when when you got a guy that says D Wade didn't have that. Like, yeah, when you have the skill set, but if you don't reach peak D-Wade level, then what's the point? Of course. So but, then, but, if, but, but, Kent, but, Kent, look, at the end of the day, the whole draft and the whole young player thing is all about potential. It's not about what they are today. It's about what they're going to be year five to But they're seven. talking about who can play in the NBA. Yeah, we're the, talking about playing in the NBA today. He's talking about. Okay, yeah. so, so, if, so if we're looking at other guys in their prime now, right? Like, who was doing what, what Steph is doing? There was not one other guy, but in today's league, we You're got about, about three or four a, guys. One percent player in the but, league, but, but, He's but, like but, the elite. But, but now, but now we're talking that there's multiple guys that mirror Steph Curry's game. Uh, uh, who's the guy in Denver? You think that guy in Denver couldn't do that? B. Uh, my move, Chris Jackson. For me, no. Yeah. My move, I do. Yeah. Yes, yeah, he, yeah. Okay. Yes. Hey, hey, how many more can do that? I'm just give. I'm giving you one. One. One for one. There's only one in the NBA now. Yeah, it's only Dame one is up there. There's not a Dame in that in 20 years ago. But the game was uh, different. Rice it's not that they could shoot it. But but, 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 but that that goes did to, that. Huh? Rod Strickland could do that. He no, he wasn't a shooter like that. He wasn't nah, a shooter. Rod Strickland could shoot the ball. Rod Strickland could shoot. You told me Dan Marley, I give it to you. Dan Marley was the only other shoot. dude shooting with range like that. No, not Rod Strickland wasn't. He didn't have range like that though. Like he can shoot. He can shoot the ball. I give you. Yeah, he definitely range. He was yeah. He was not a three point. He wasn't. He wasn't cashing three points like nope. that. Rod Strickland was. Nope. Rod Strickland was deadly, bro. Let me look back. I'm not no, saying he, he was. Wasn't. De- no, he I was deadly. Rod Strickland. Yes. He was deadly, but he wasn't deadly from the three. He was definitely a deadly player. Yeah. Let me see his three point percentage. Let me see. Nah, but you also he, he you gotta look at volume too. Yeah, and and range. Yeah, and no, like, Ray, I, you know, Ray Allen didn't play, play with that type of game. Was played different. Players back then was like, oh, shit. Ray Allen could shoot. Ray Allen, yeah, yeah, but I think, yeah. and, and young and young Ray was dumb athletic too. But B handy. made a B made a good point, probably because of the way the game was. For some of those players, we didn't get to see it either. Yeah, because players yeah, like, so, man, I wish, I wish I had the green light back. Like, like I see these players now the way I did. Mm-hmm. I of probably course. have three pointers too. Of course, there's there's guys that would have been that would have played better in this era. Reggie Miller. Ray Allen, Gilbert Arenas. Yeah. Um, there, there's, there's a whole bunch of players that their games were a little too early to where the NBA was at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the end of the those guys were skillful too. All, the only point I'm trying to make is that there's guys that are more skillful at a lot earlier age. That's the only point I'm trying to make. Whether they become better or not, you know, but at the end of the day, the, the, the top percentile, the guys that are difference makers in a game, there's more of them. There's they're faster, stronger, and more skillful oh, earlier man. on. You got MB, you got AD, Joker, uh, Jamal Murray, Dame Willard, CJ McCollum. Game I guess changers. I'm looking at like if you if you told me bigs, then maybe because oh, no, you got Carl no, Anthony no. Town, because I think that's the evolution of the game. Well, so, those guys so are more Joker skilled. Is, Joker is the evolution of the game. That a player like Joker. Joker's our Vita Sabonis. Yeah. 
He was old. Remember yeah. when he came to the league? But Joker is a better passer than RV. Yeah, he, yeah, he was an amazing yeah, he, passer. But yeah, we didn't see young, young RV just like that. Yeah, not in the NBA. Then his prime years was overseas. Yeah. So, um, Joker know. brings it up, brings it up, and does it as well. I'm trying to look at the draft in 2000. Like two thousand point, I think Joker right now he was leading the league in assists per game. I think he's second now, but yeah, I mean for him to be a center and to be top three in assists per game, that's that's something we never seen since shit. Will hey, uh, Shelton Wu Young agree? You kind of agree with you, bro? He said point guards weren't given the license to shoot back then. The archaic idea that they had to run the offense was still around. Rod Rod would go crazy with the green light of today, right? Yeah, but he would be he, more he Kyrie mid, without a three. He was a mid-range guy. Hey, FIFA, now we'll give you this one thing, boy. This two looked like this 2000 draft was awful. <laughs> God. These guys were trash now. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> and look, and all look, if you look at the next five years of that from the 2000 to 2005, right? Obviously, 2003 is an amazing draft, but the rest of those drafts. Come on, man. Tigolo said Chuck Hayes would be shooting threes. <laughs> come, on, come on, man. Oh, yeah, Chuck Hayes. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Tigolo. Chuck Hayes. Oh, up right now. That man couldn't shoot a damn free throw. <laughs> I remember man, we, when y'all get a chance, look at this. Look at this 2000 draft. I think I already know. Is that is that Bargnani going number one? Is that nah, the Bargnani draft? That's when Kenyon Martin went number one. Mm. Kenya Martin was one. Stromile Swift was number two. Yeah, I remember Stromile Swift. Being I remember there. Stromile too. Darius Miles was three. Darius Miles was three. Yep. Marcus Pfizer. I remember. I like Marcus Pfizer. Like Darius Miles is is the prime example. Super athletic. Can't teach the length. Right up and down player. What skill set did he have? He, he couldn't really dribble the ball. He had no back to the basket game. He had no jump shot. He had no handles. He had no passing IQ. What he had, what he had, he was a I mean, top the, three the, pick. The two thousands, the early two thousands, was a transition period for Ken. And then thank you for proving my point. You know, Joe Prisbilla was a nine number nine pick. Who? Joe Prisbilla. Prisbilla. Joe. He had a nice career. Yeah, he got the Jamal, Jamal Crawford was in this draft. Yeah. And then they, oh. he could still drop fifty. Chris Mim was drafted seven above Jamal Crawford. Yeah. Come on. Mike Miller was five. I mean, we're not talking about that. Look, look, look at, hold on. Look, look, look. Let's but T. Cleve was a 14. Ooh, uh, Shelton. I like him, though. Look up all of the even number drafts. I'm going to look up the odd numbers. I'm going to look at 2001 now. Let me look Ooh. at this 2001 NBA draft. After looking at 2000, I don't want to look at no more. <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. I would have just been like, let's scrap the draft this year. Okay. So in 2001, you want to know who the number one pick was? Ola Wakandi. Kwame Brown. Tyson Chandler. Paul Gasol, yes. Super skillful. Eddie Curry. Jason Richardson. Shane Battier. If you look at the guys coming out today, Shane Battier, great player. Did he have dribble? Did he have passing ability? Was he a playmaker? No. Great he was defender. a senior too, FIFO, which is, I know. which is different. That was, and I'm saying that's different. No, no, I, and I feel that, but 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 what I'm saying is he was one of the better players of How his era. How far back we going? So so this era, that's 2000. So I know you're in the 2000. So we're talking about so 20 years ago. So who are we comparing them to? Where would we start with this? Look, my with point the is this: 
all of the names that I just named, those are like the top five, top six picks in the draft, right? They mm-hmm. cannot do half of what this draft class can do from a skill perspective. They just can't. Tyson Chandler, uh, 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 Eddie Curry, and Kwame Brown can't do half of the stuff that uh, James Wiseman can do. All right, so I went to 2015. Mm-hmm. So, but we close, but not, but now we're closer to 2020. I'm just want to, I just want to compare the players. Okay, you know, because you got Carl Anthony Towns, we know number mm-hmm. one, D'Angelo, cool. Jaleel? Yeah, but can't... But can't Chris but can't, Stapps? Of course, but we're it, so much Oh, so now I can't, 20, now I can't No, finish. but, but can't... That, that's not... I'm five saying, years and because, 20 years is a big difference. Because your name is... No, 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 but... You have ball players too. Ken, the difference is, is that from 20 years ago, from 20 years ago, that's 18. That means that 18, 19. Those are the guys that would have been in the league now. I'm you can't you go some, five years ago, bro, and I'm, compare it to the guys now. That's why not they in the league? No, but that's closer in an in, in era. That's closer in AAU. That's closer so in what I'm talking goes. about. These guys so are not proving my No, point. I'm not. I'm comparing some of these bum-ass players. We said 20. To, what, what KG said? 20 years ago or five years ago? What did he say? 20 years. So why are you going five years, Ken? Because that proves because, my point of this era of basketball. Okay, let's go. To, let's I'm go showing to that there are bum players in every goddamn league. But, so yeah. for everyone okay. that you name, I could probably name one from 2015. Hell no. Hell no. Not, not as many as I can name. I don't know, man. Not as many? Yeah. Not as many? Yeah. I, look, I'm I not agree. talking in absolutes, people. I'm not talking in absolutes. What I'm saying okay, is, is that there's more bums 20 years ago than there are now. So have we seen any? So, okay. So we haven't seen much out of some of these guys that's in there now from, from this year. But I even, let's go back to last year. The top, the top three picks look like the top three picks. Uh, uh, Cole Anthony looks super nice in Orlando. I do like him. But I don't think that's fair to compare to start with 2000, 2021. But Ken, let's let's go with some guys that day, that's KG had a year. Twenty years ago, I'm going yeah, off of what KG said. You don't want moving the goalposts. I'm trying to go with guys that have had a full year, so we can look at them and com- make a comparison, a real comparison. And then it's compared to the people twenty plus years ago. You don't. Let's go to, to hey. Let's go to ago? let's go to let's go to the 2003 draft because I think 2001 they must have had COVID or something back then. We didn't know nothing about it. Um, 2003, we had LeBron at number one. Darko was number two that year, and Carmelo was number three. Chris Bosh was four. Dwayne Wade was five. Now, when you talk about skill set, these guys all had skills. They all did. Chris Kane was I gave six. Hey, that's, 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 I not, gave two, that's not 20 years ago, so you got to start at 20, 2000. Two, 2002, yeah. 2002 NBA draft class. Yao Ming, skillful, could play in this NBA, yes. Jay Williams, skillful. I, I give you. I, I give you that. Mike Dunleavy was a shooter, and, and it took him about three, four years before he even became a rotational player. Uh, Drew Gooden, would he even play in this NBA? Would he be drafted top five? Drew Gooden, I don't think so. Uh, Nicholas Skidishvili, I remember that because I remember playing the damn 2K and hearing that damn name. Uh, Dewan Wagner. Flamed out. Skillful, but flamed. Nene, very skillful. Would play in this NBA. But even, even what, Nene was raw when he came out. Like, he, he wasn't even that skilled. Like, it took him a little bit of time to develop all of that. Coming from Brazil. Uh, Chris Wilcox wouldn't be drafted in this league. Karan Butler, I'll give you that. 
Jerry Jeffries would be drafted because of the size and the potential. Uh, and then that's about it. Juan Let's look at, look at 1999, though, FIFO. 1999, you had okay. Elton Brand drafted number one. I think he could have played because he, he's a pick-and-pop kind of guy, and he could shoot it a little bit from the elbow. Stevie Franchise Francis would, would have been able to play yep. in today's NBA. He would have. Baron Davis, um, too. Baron Davis, Lamar Odom, too. Sure. Lamar Odom, for sure. Jonathan and, and, Bender would have been able to play in today's NBA as well. No, I think he would have got drafted, but I think the same thing would have happened. Uh, yeah, I think he would have flamed out. Wally Zerviak would have been a shooter. Rip Hamilton, what you think about Rip Hamilton playing B today? He, he, he could have played. He would have just had to shoot more threes than what he did. But he could play today. Yeah, but his game was mid-range, though. He would have had to Andre, change it. Andre Miller would have been a solid point guard today. Yeah, he played deep both ends of the floor. That's Sean Mary blocking Brockton right there. Andre Miller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Minus, yes. minus the 50, 40, 90, though. Yeah. Because Andre Miller ain't shoot like that. Yeah, no, he didn't. Mm-hmm. Sean Marion would have been able to play in today's NBA because yep. he, he played uh multiple positions. So he was you, like positionless. Uh, now this is a good. Now this is a good draft to compare to today's age because I think Trajan Langdon would have made it in this league. Mm-hmm. Jason yeah. Terry for sure. Yeah, Tra- Jason I, Terry. I, I had high hopes for Trajan Langdon, man. Me I, too. I thought he was going. I thought he was going to be a, a, a great, at, at best, at least an all star, like a two time nah. star in the league or something no, like that. No, sir. J- James Posey would have made would have made the league uh, because you're talking about a, a, a small forward, two way guy. A uh, three and D type of guy. Corey Karolinko, he would have mm. made this league. Ten, uh, no, that's uh, that's not the right. Corey Maggette would have been all right. Deion Glover could shoot as well. Deion Glover was was nice. He played with the Hawks. He was out yeah. of Tech. Um, what's his name? Uh, I don't want Metal World Peace. What the hell? Um, Ron Artest. Ron Artest. Yeah, Ron Artest. Ron Artest could have played in this league too. I like Montego. In today's league, yeah. No, because yeah. they they today's league is not they ain't as physical as it you know, Ron Artest a physical ass dude. I no, mean, I know. I, I think he would adjust it. I I I think Ron yeah. Artest is one of those guys. No, I think I, I, I think Tony Allen could have played today. Yeah, that's that's Draymond ish. That's what you mm-hmm. that's all you gotta be is today's Draymond. Mm-hmm. And you know, just be a pest. You Ron you Ron don't Artest have to be as physical. Was, man, Ron Artest was a Right, this was crazy. Man, he I, was. I think him. I think right. The players like him and like Rodman. You, you, they ain't gonna adjust. They not gonna adjust. They like, look, you gonna take me for what I am, or, or are you just not gonna take me at all. Yo, let, let's look at the '98 draft. Michael Olowa Candy. Hell no. Mike Bibby. He would have played. Rafe LaFrance. He would have played. Played lefty yeah. big man shooter. Yeah. Antoine Jameson would have played. Antoine Jameson, Vince Carter. Robert Tractor Trailer. Rest Hell. in peace. Yeah, I love well, him. He wouldn't have played in today's league. Uh, Larry Hughes would have. Dirk, obviously. Paul Pierce, obviously. Bonzi, yes. Uh, Bonzi Wells. I remember Bonzi Wells. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Michael yeah. Doliak, possibly because he had he had a solid 15-footer. I remember him playing for Orlando. Uh, Keon Clark, I would say yes because he was inconsistent, but but he could shoot, and he was rangy. Uh, Matt Harpering, yes. Ricky Davis, yes. Tyron Lou, maybe. That's about it. Let's get let's get to those two top fives, Ken. 
that you mentioned before FIFO got here. All right. So we had two FIFO. You already know about the overrated. So yeah. uh, we also had a, a question about top five coaches currently in the NBA right now. Top five coaches? Yeah, yeah. So y'all want to do that first and then close out with the overrated? Yeah. Yes. All right. So uh, y'all got y'all coaches together? Ooh. Anybody got theirs? I mean, they don't have to be ranked or nothing, dude. I mean, I, no, I, no, no. Just, you could just be five. I got um, Nick Nurse. I know they're struggling, but he can coach his ass off. Um, Mike Malone is on my list. Who's the jazz coach? What's his name? Um, Quinn Snyder. Quinn, Quinn Snyder. Yeah, yeah. He, he nice, too. So that's three. I'm throwing Doc Rivers on there, too, man. Um, I think even though he's had some failures in the playoffs, what he's doing in Philly, man, to change that team around, I mean, it's showing that he, at, at the end of the day, he can coach. He can coach. Um, and then uh, I'm sticking with Pop, man. I'm going with Pop. Okay. So those are my five. I'll go next. Um, you can coach Spo. Uh, I think very underrated. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't think he gets enough credit. Um and mm-hmm. the re- I got three of the same like you, Nick Nurse, Mike Malone, Quinn Snyder, Steve Kerr. Um I got Quinn Snyder, Spo. Um Nick I agree with Ken, Nick Nurse. He can coach his ass off. Doc Rivers. And Dwayne Casey. We need more black in here. We need more black. We need more black. We need more black in the damn in the list, man. Dwayne Casey. Let's not forget what he did in Toronto. I got I got one on my list. You got one. I got one. I got two actually. Oh, who else? And Dwayne. Oh, uh, I definitely got to put. You go ahead. I'm gonna have to modify my list. I forgot about Spo. You gotta put Spo yeah, in there, but I gotta. Put oh yeah, you gotta put. Yes, you gotta put Spo. Yeah. To. Give me, give me Spo, uh, Nick Nurse, uh, Popovich, Doc Rivers, and uh, give me Tyloo. Gotta take Tyloo right now. I wrote his name down. I did. Um, he doing, he doing what he's supposed to do. Yeah. So I took out Mike Malone and I'm putting Spo in there. Oh man, I'm sorry. Um. What's my man's name in Phoenix? Um, Monty Williams. Monty Williams. Take out Ty Lue, put in Monty Williams. Hmm. That's oh, yeah, I forgot Monty Williams is coaching. I forgot. I completely I forgot, forgot he's Monty. coaching Phoenix. That's a yeah. good. That's a good coach to have over there. I, I don't know I how I forgot him. it. But yeah, take out Ty Lue, put in Monty Williams for me. Hey, hey, FIFO. What, what made you put Steve Steve Nash in there? Steve Kerr. Oh, I'm sorry, Steve Kerr. Never. Oh, mind. I was about to Never say. Mind. Never mind. <laughs> I thought you. I thought you had put Steve Nash in there. <laughs> Mm-mm. Steve Kerr. What? What? Uh, nobody have Brad Stevens. Nah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Nick, prob- Nick probably would. Oh <laughs> uh, man, yeah. Monty, Monty's a good pick, man. I like the representation. No love for Frank Vogel. Um. No. No. LeBron coach. I would put. Yeah, we should have put LeBron in that list. <laughs> So you put LeBron across I, the board, GM, coach, <laughs> I think, think uh, FIFO said it best when he described Lou. He's doing what he's supposed to do. 
you know, and that's it. I think he's done a good. Uh, Vogel could always coach. We saw it in Indiana, mm-hmm. so it wasn't mm-hmm. a you know coaching was wasn't really ever a thing. You give him talent, mm-hmm. he's gonna coach it up. Um, but without talent, as most coaches would, he's gonna struggle. So uh, somebody said Kerr is questionable, bro. He is questionable. Nick Nick would definitely have uh, Scott Brooks on his list too. <laughs> the, fi- <laughs> the fifty win coach. <laughs> Scott Brooks is horrendous. Like he always has been. Yeah, yeah. I used to to jump on him a lot. Him and who was the other guy I used to get on? Billy Donovan. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to get on Billy Donovan all the time. Yeah. Yep. So, FIFO yeah, is, is what is your response to Steve Kerr is questionable? I don't think Steve Kerr is questionable. Um, obviously, he's won championships, and he made he's always made all of the adjustments needed to win. Every series, every time that they needed something, he gave them that something. He always gave them that adjustment. And you're and, and you're and you're seeing, OK, he doesn't even have all his guys and look at how they're playing. Now, obviously, they're not the the, the record setting 73 and 19. I'm not saying that. Peace out, Chris. Huh? Oh, just Chris oh. was dipping out. Just shut up. but um, but yeah, you know, like he's been able to. Again, just just make all the right all the right coaching decisions. All right, let's get into this top five overrated players, man. Um, I want to do this a little different. We're not gonna just list our five. We're gonna each list go one. around the room. Yep, yep. So we're gonna start with you, B. Give me one guy from your list. All right. Yeah, yeah. This this is gonna rough some feathers. Now, granted. <laughs> Granted, overrated we, does not mean we're calling these players whack or bad. Right. Overrated is like you don't think that person is rated as high as people or most majority or what folks rank them high as. And I gotta say Zion. Mm. <laughs> gotta say Zion. Mm. They got Zion. People ranking Zion super high right now. Granted, even though I got him like as my top five. Uh, in my p- top five power fours, but like people ranking him over a lot of players that I feel he shouldn't be ranked over. I feel you, B. So, yeah, I gotta go. Gotta go Zion. <laughs> I feel you, B. Starting yeah. it off. People, people pinning him as like the next coming of. But but why you say that though, B? Why why do you say it? Why do I say what that he's overrated? That he's overrated. Just. Just the fact that, like I said, I think people have him ranked higher than than what he should be. Like, I'm trying to give an example. I'm trying to think of an example. I, I'll tell you why I say he is. I, I He wasn't on my list, and I wasn't going to say him as the hometown kid, well, home state kid. Mm-hmm. He, um, with Brandon Ingram there, it's just kind of hard for him to be him, even though he's getting his points. Is is he the first option right now? You know what I'm saying? And, and that's the type of hype he gets. So that's really what it should be, but he's not there yet. And I'm not saying he's not going to get there because yeah, I think he, he, right, right. He, he's just, probably going to get there, but right now, yeah, he he's not that guy. He put, he put butts in seats, but mm-hmm. that's about it. And I, I, I need a little more than seven rebounds a game, too. I, I just need more. Okay. All right. Show. What you got, bro? Give us one. I'm going to say uh, Kimba first. 
Mm. Kimball Walker. Yeah, I think Kimball Walker, coming from the player he was in Charlotte, where a lot of the focus and attention was on him, I thought that going to a place like Boston would be easier for him because he didn't have as much pressure to produce. I wanted him gone a long time ago in Charlotte. I was really glad when they got rid of Kimball because I felt like they just couldn't win with him. I thought he was it was a little undersized. He wasn't really a factor on defense. He was a decent leader, but I just felt like we were better served blowing it up and starting over. But I felt like going to a place like Boston, they could rely on his shot if you needed him in the fourth quarter because he played four quarters in Charlotte. He did. I, I thought that we'd get a lot more from him. And right now it's been just one mishap after the other. He hadn't played well in the playoffs, and he just hadn't really showed up to be that guy like, that he was before. He's a shell of himself right now. So, yeah, Kimber is overrated right now. He's not good. But is he ranked hot? Do Is he rated high like people? I don't think Kimba – people really look at Kimba and be like, oh, this dude is like this high-ranked level of a player now. Well, he's still considered one of the top players. He, Kimba should – I don't know what his, what his game average is, but he was a 20-point-per-game scorer. And, um, you know, so in saying that, he was still respected in the league as far as where he was. So I, I think he's overrated in the sense that, once again, he's not where he should be and where you we would think he would be if you're thinking about Boston and what he brings to the table. Because when you mention Boston, when you talk about them, he's one of the pieces that you'll talk about as – a reason for their success in your brain. You'll say, well, well, they're good because they got this and they got this, they got Tatum, they got uh, Brown and they got Kimber, but he's not that. So because he's not in that top three like that, he's not making that a big three. He's a letdown. It should be a big three. Mm. Uh, FIFA. Um, I think this might ruffle, some real NBA fans' feathers. Um, but I'm going to say Nikola Vucevic from Orlando. And the only reason... I, I, I got two guys like him on my list. Uh, I say he's overrated only because he has amazing numbers. And I know he's a damn good player, mm-hmm. but it don't translate to wins. You know, he, he's the long-standing Orlando Magic lifer after Dwight Howard. And he's been putting up 2010. But where the hell are the Orlando Magic? Like... You know, you could be, you know, it's, it's something to be said to be good on a bad team, but it's like he has not helped them elevate to anything. Um, and again, that's why I said I know I'll rough with some real NBA fans, because when you watch a play, the man got skill. You know, you can't just average 2010 in the NBA and be a bum like that. Just that doesn't happen regardless of how bad mm-hmm. your team is. But it just it does not translate into winning basketball. So he's overrated to me. All right, so uh, I'm going to give you a hot take on him, FIFO. I think he'll be traded to Charlotte by the trade deadline. It's like five years too late. Like, they should have, like, and just and for the player's sake, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even like an Orlando thing. Well, it is an Orlando thing. They haven't been able to build nothing around them. So. You did ruffle some feathers. <laughs> no, I know I was. I know I was. But again, like, like B said originally, this is not saying he's he's trash or anything like that. But if you're a 2010 center in the, in, in, in the NBA, how come you can't get at least to ninth seed, eight seed, seventh seed? Mm-hmm. So he, yeah, uh, he'll be in Charlotte before uh, the season's out. 
Man, mm-hmm. um, all right. This was tough. It was between Jimmy Butler and this guy. Mm. I mean, you got five players, or we just going to all I do, but the only reason Jimmy Butler didn't make it is I'm going to respect what he did last year. Yeah, I don't think he's a superstar, but I'm going to give him respect because he did do it. So the one guy who hasn't really done shit is Carl Anthony Towns. Mm. Carl Anthony Towns is an overrated. He is the black Vucevic. (laughs) He's on my list too, Ken. Yep, and that's what I was going to ask. If anybody got, you know, same players, then we can say that. Carl Anthony Towns. Why is he on your list, B? Yeah, I I feel like with his talent level as center, I I just feel like he should be – I feel like it's something missing. I don't know. Maybe mental. He's not mentally tough or something, but I feel like he should be a top some a top uh top two, top three center. He just not not he should be top ten in the NBA overall yeah, he, with that. Oh talent. yeah, most definitely. Yep. But he it's like he got the play to be it, but he's I don't even know, man. I don't know. But he he was definitely in my list. Cause when I look at him, I'm like. Damn, this guy is, you know, you know, top high, high draft pick. He was, you know, had good, you know, he went head to head with jo- with uh, Joel Embiid a few few years back and stuff. And it's just like he's kind of almost like an afterthought now, almost in the NBA. But people still, people still, you know, have him ranked high. You know, have him ranked in is is, you know, as far as one of the best centers in the league. You know what I'm saying? I don't, but you know, people do. Yeah, and and unlike he's- unlike Orlando. He's had like some talent around him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's had yeah. Jimmy there. He's had Zach Levine. Yep, Andrew Zach Wiggins. Levine, yep. Wiggins, Angelo Russell, Derrick Rose. Yeah, man. He, he's he's had some guys. Now. Yeah, he's he's only played five games this year, though. I mean, yeah, COVID, COVID. He called it January fifteenth. Yeah, and, his and he had a bad family. Too. He's had. Yeah, this has been an awful, uh, awful year for him. Awful year for him. So hopefully, from that, he can. And bounce back like a like a champ, man, and come back and, and play with that fire because he got something to play for now. So, I don't know, man. I, I I I read what he said, you know, about COVID. COVID messed him up in, in the head, like so. We'll we'll watch, man. But he 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 may have PTSD from that because he had it bad, bro. He did real Ooh, bad, he did. and he lost his mom too. So he was like he was like down in the dumps about it. Yeah. So I don't know if it would have the. What you're saying, I don't know if it would have that type of effect on him. I hope so, but you know that remains to be seen. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so shelter. Well, because you and B, yeah. Shelter. Who you got next? Let me look at my list again. So many bad ones. I had to go back through it. Um, I had Draymond on my list. Mm. I feel like Draymond is a shell of himself right now, and and. His shooting went from bad to worse, and he's contributing in the little areas of the of the game. But I think with Clay being out, Steph's gonna need a little bit more from Draymond. I think he's gonna need something, some type of scoring. You got to score something, and every player is not about scoring. Every, everybody ain't got to score twenty points a game. It's not what I'm looking for. But five points a game from a player like Draymond to me is unacceptable. You've been in the league too long. You're you're a known figure. Um, can put the ball in the basket. We, we've seen him do it before. He used to be able to shoot threes. It was an ugly three, but he could shoot it. Um, I don't know what happened to him. I don't know what's going on, but 
even even you know, even though he's a good defender, he contributes nothing to the offensive end right now. So for me, he's overrated. But um, for me, my next one, um, man, I can hear it. <laughs> it, it you know what? Because I, I feel bad for this guy, bro. I really do because he's put up a lot of great years. And then the year that they ship him off, they win the chip. DeMar DeRozan. Damn. DeMar DeRozan. Uh, you allow Kawhi to come in with the same exact squad. Same exact squad and they win a chip and all let me not talk about all them years against lebron where you know the chips were literally stacked against lebron because that those the wayne casey toronto teams had more talent they had more guys you know especially you know after they dismantled the kayla or the Kyrie thing but demar man like love him no uh, i like him don't love him but his whole career is just eh. You know, top 10, top 15 score almost year in, year out. Pencil him in for 22 to 25 points a game. Mid-range assassin um, has extended his range to the three-point line, but his game is not a difference maker. Overrated. All right. We got we got a super chat real quick, too. Uh, FIFO, um, Kayla McCoy said, Orlando made the playoffs the last two years. I guess that's to okay. debunk your either way. E- either way, Vucevic has been averaging 2010 for more than the last two years. He did better than Cat. <laughs> he is better than Cat. And again, us saying overrated does not mean that we're saying that they're bad. I like Vucevic a lot, but he should win more. Yeah, Daryl, that, that is a funny quote. Uh, when DeMar said, if we had LeBron on our team, we would win. Who says that? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, so my next pick, uh, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Yes, I, yeah, I said it. I went there. Jalen Brown is yeah, old. I like Jalen Brown's game. Rated. Me too. I like, you know what, B? He's coming around on me. But to FIFO's point, like, I don't feel like, I feel like, he gets a lot of his numbers because he's like, I don't, he's just like, I don't know, man. I just don't, it's just something about him. It's just he, something about him. You know, he's very Jimmy Butler. He, he, he could be a superstar, but he's more really an all-star. But some nights he looked like a superstar. It's, yeah, it's like it's you just, don't know really what he is. Yeah, I, I, and I haven't figured it out. Like, I know what Tatum is. I, I can see Tatum. Tatum got a killer mentality. Jalen want to have a killer mentality. And I think that's the difference I see between the two. He's going to put up the numbers. It's going to look good. He's going to contribute to winning um, because he's like, he's he like, he's talented as fuck. Like, yeah. you know, he's really growing his game a lot because he really came in the league uh, almost similar as an athlete. But, you know, when you need him, he, he just, the guy he like just don't really show up, man. He, he's, he, you know, he might turn into DeMar, bro. <laughs> he might turn into uh. That, Brown, man's a, man. that man's averaging 26 points a game. I'm talking I, about I, averages. <laughs> and we said we didn't say they weren't good. I'm just saying he's overrated. This, I, he, I mean, I, I just don't know how he's overrated when he when he's doing all that he's doing right now. I, I didn't expect him to do what he's doing now. So he definitely to me, took a not, jump. I, I don't know who, who rated him over that, is what I'm saying. That's why I can't really say he's overrated. Who said that he'd be more than that at this point? 
We knew about Jalen Brown. We we knew Kimba once again. Kimba to me was supposed to be number two, and then what you got from from um, Jalen Brown would have been just in there. But no, I I don't see it. Overrated. Y'all will see. I'm always early. Y'all will see. What you got, B? Um, next on my list is uh, Tyler Hero. I feel like that's another guy that people are. Dang, that's a good one. They're getting they put after after the bubble after the bubble play you know the uh, bubble playoffs last year's playoffs. Folks was putting folks was ranking him pretty high, like like over Zach Levine. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, wait a minute now, come on, come on. The guy had a he had a pretty nice postseason run last year, um, along with Jimmy Butler. He he hit some clutch shots for him in in certain situations that they needed. But to, ha- to but to rank this man as high as people been ranking him, nah, I, I would. He's definitely overrated. Definitely overrated. Shelter. It's my turn again. Um, Russell Westbrook. I think that it's quite evident that everywhere he's been since he left OKC is underperformed. Um, and even though he is, you know, getting some stats every now and again, it's, it's just not, he's not adding anything to the, to the team. He's not bringing anything to the table as far as leadership or otherwise, you know, I would, I would think that he would be an upgrade over John Wall being out for the last couple of years, but it's just not there. And yeah. I had him on my list too. So, mm. um, yeah, no, I, I agree, man. Like, Russ is still – like, his superpower was always a gift and a curse. That mentality of his where he plays with that level of reckless abandon. And I, and I think all great players need to have some percentage of that as part of their makeup. But I've always said, like, he doesn't have moxie. He's not cool and calm under pressure. Like, you know, you can see somebody like, um, like John Morant plays with that fire. Right, mm-hmm. CP plays with that fire. But when the game is tight, they don't allow anything else but winning the game drive their decision-making. And that's always been my Russell Westbrook knock. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's why I always say he needed a head coach to kind of rein that in for to get him focused on, don't worry about Ricky Rubio. We, we got to win a damn game, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you, like, you allowing Utah... To, to, to really take you being our best player out mentally out of the game. And you just, you just can't have that. You can't have that. So Russell Westbrook, definitely overrated. Hmm. Okay. All right. Ooh, uh, moving on. Um, so we're on the, Oh, it's Fourth. my turn. Yeah. We got two yeah. more. Wait, I already said mine. Uh-uh. Oh yeah. So we, yeah, we, we're back. We're swinging back around. To- no, no, no. We're, we're on you. I just went. Shelton just went. I just went. You're next. Yeah, we just did You're four. Next. No, this is going to be number four. It is. We only did three. Well, you, you're three, Ken. This is your three. No, this is his number four. No, I already... My four was Jalen. I had Carl Anthony three? Towns and Jalen Brown. I only Brown. said three. Vucevic, Russell Westbrook, and... Um, I only said three, two. Mm-hmm. How many you said, Ken? I've said I've said the Rosen. Me and Ken had the same person, so oh, that's where I'm getting confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 So this is number four for you. 
No, this would be number three. Okay. That's three for Ken. Yeah, three for me. I... How? He started. Because I don't have anybody. Oh, no, 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 no. B yeah. started. Yeah, B I started. started. No, no, you're right. No, no, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. So really, we should be back on B then, right? No. No, you didn't go, Ken. Right. I just went. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the mellow ball, man. Oh, okay. oh, the mellow ball. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> He's yeah. underrated. He's yeah. underrated. And, and that's exactly why he's overrated. People yeah, like yeah, you and Shelton come on this show and overhype this man every Have, time. Did you see his last game? Have you watched this game? I've been watching him play. He's the difference maker on that team. He is not the difference maker on that team. It's Gordon Hayward. Ken, Ken, he's good. Hello's good, Ken. He can play, B. You remember your disclaimer at the beginning, B. Remember what you said. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I'm just saying he's overrated. They thinking this man is. coming in like he's about to be Kobe. Like he's, he's about to be LeBron. Like he's about to be James Harden. He's rookie of the year. He's, he's, year. he's, 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 he's number one in every statistical category by rookies. Come on, man. Get that man his props. Off the bench. I think this is as good as he's going to get. Off the bench. This is going to get. He's going to get. Ken, don't do that, please. Because you're going to look stupid. This is going to get. He's going to get. You tripping, bro. You are super tripping. That man. He don't even have his grown man body yet. In the I'll last five him, games, man. he shoot like 60% from three. The dude is killing. And that's not going to oh, last. Man. We know that's not going to last. No, See, no, no, no it, it's about. not. But if, you're it taking the 60% to. stat and you're over the hype of it like it's going to be his career shooting up. We're not saying that. That's what he just said. That's not what he said. We're saying that's, that, that that's how you playing, interpreted it. We're, we're saying that he's playing above the level where everybody, everybody assumed he would be at this point. You oh, thought right, it was right. a stretch for that man to average 12 points a game at this point. I mean, he's starting now. Of course, he's gonna put up more than twelve points a game. He was doing that. At, he was doing that off the bench in twenty minutes. Probably just getting fouled and shit. And Ken, you're not watching the game, old, dog. At nineteen years old, this this he, he plays the game with toys, and he he hasn't even got it yet. Like once, yeah, he, yeah, and he, he doesn't even have an he doesn't really have an NBA body yet. Like he he, he can still, play. Yeah, he's overrated, and, and he has. Him and, 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 and uh, my, is it Mike Miles or Mikel Bridges? Miles Bridges. Miles, Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges. They Airbnb. got the perfect nickname when Airbnb. they throw lives together. Have you heard what their nickname is? Tell Airbnb. Me. Airbnb. Oh Jesus Christ! All right. Ken, I, you I, know I that's hard, bro. All right. That's you hard. had lives together. Right, now we got go. Airbnb. Let's you, go. Hey, let's Airbnb. go. Overrated. No. Overrated. You need new glasses. Like, like Ken, Ken. Ken. Ken has named us. Dream starting backcourt for 28 teams in the NBA right now. Jalen Brown and LaMelo Ball. Who who would mm-hmm. want to? Who, who's going to say, nah, we don't want them? <laughs> do you, oh my, damn near 28 teams will take them two as their starting oh, backcourt. All right. Can you name the starting backcourt of the Futures game if they had one? <laughs> Go ahead, B. Um, next one. Is uh, yeah, I feel like my player is not really super popular, but I still feel like people kind of rank. They didn't rank this guy really up high, but I don't, for some reason, I just think his game is overrated. Is uh, Eric Blexaw? Mm. Eric Blexaw game. I feel like his game is a little overrated. He's a he's a good perimeter defender, but I don't know. I feel like maybe I expected more. That's another player I expect more from, and he just don't deliver one. I feel like he can deliver, but he just don't. So. Yeah, he. I, I definitely say he's overrated. But yeah, again, that's not even a popular. I'm not even naming like nobody super popular really on my list. 
But, you know what, B? Like, I thought of him, but I didn't put him on my list only because I think he's played himself into a role player. Role player. Like, yeah. You know, he, 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 he's not worth his contract, but I think that if we would have no, said the year when he signed his contract, like the year after the, the yeah, yeah. Like with Phoenix, yes. one million yes. percent. But yes. now it's kind of yes. like, who, who radar is he on? Like That's true. That's true. He, he's just a trade chip at this point. That's oh, true. we got to make the money uh, make sense. Hey, put Eric Bless yeah. on the deal. That's yeah, true. like somebody said, his paycheck is overrated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, right. yeah, you can say that. Yeah. But, I mean, that's a lot of players in the NBA, though. So, but. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tigolo said it right, too, that they, they messed up trading uh, Brogdon, picking him over Brogdon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that's where they should have invested their time and money. Yep. All right, Shelter, who you got? I, I actually had a tie for my second one, which was I was it was crazy as I was gonna say Ben Simmons, even though that's my you know, once again one of my favorite players. I, I just feel like he has more to give me as always, and he's not doing it. He just has a, a great supporting cast and they're getting it done around him. Um so Ben Simmons, I was gonna put him slash uh the Greek freak. Mm. Um, Wait, so you pick Giannis? Yeah, Giannis is overrated. Hey, we agree on something, bro. He on my list. Uh, oh, he on oh, my well, list. Well, that, that makes three of us. All right. That makes, fu- that makes fu- four. <laughs> <laughs> that was my last guy. Hey, that yeah. was that was that was my fifth guy. That was my fifth. That was my fifth person. Was I, I, that was I my hate, fifth person. I, I swear to God. Saying it. I hate saying it because you know I'm I'm a stat king. That's all I care about is stats. And he and he puts up numbers. But once again, he does nothing to make a difference in the game. You go a t- NBA team on its own is going to score you, 100 points. I've been points. trying to show you the light, Shelton. I've been trying yeah, to tell you. Yeah, an NBA team is going to get 100 points. If he gets right. 25 of those hundreds, right. he doesn't make a difference in that game. Right. So, and he's not making a difference right now. No. So, yeah. I, you know what? You know the only stat to me that matters about Giannis is whatever he does in the last four to three minutes of the game. Y'all heard what right. B sent it. What what book say? What'd you say? B, didn't you drop that that tweet about what, what Booker said? Tell yeah. tell people. It was like, uh, yeah, you know, we knew uh, Giannis was gonna shoot the last shot, so we felt confident in us winning the game. Was, <laughs> <laughs> was <gonna> <laughs> shot. Yeah, it's man. Phoenix Phoenix beat the Bucks last night. That's what's up. And, and they were they were trailing in the third quarter, so yep. I had to come back to win. They had the to game. come back and get. Yep. Yep. Yeah, man. Y- Giannis, look, man, is, is that your king? Because he ain't mine. That ain't mine. So, B, who's your last guy? That was my last guy. That was his last was guy. Okay. Last guy. So, Shelter, you still got one laughing. more guy? That's why I was laughing. Yes, I, I still got one more right. guy. Who's your last guy? Mine is really easy. Everybody should know this. It's Kyle Kuzma. Now Kyle he playing Kuzma. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, no, no. no. You, you, don't, you don't get no pass. You talking about LaMelo. You don't get no pass over you there. You don't get no pass. Kyle Kuzma's most overrated player on this show. I can't believe y'all keep saying that this man is playing ball. Kyle Kuzma ain't doing nothing. Hold on. What is he doing? Hold on, Shelton. If I remember. What is he doing? If I remember correctly, and Ken, you can check the tapes. I remember you really fighting for Kuzma to stand with the Lakers over Brandon Ingram, and we thought you was tripping for saying Kyle Kuzma. That's correct. We can run the tape now. That's why I said what I said, B. He ain't done nothing that he was doing back then. Okay. That's my point. He was back then. Yeah, I got Kyle you. I Kuzma, got you. I got you. Signs. He, he was supposed to be a lot more so he, than what he's Kyle doing Kuzma right now. Kyle Kuzma showed you the truth. Now you now you're seeing it. So yeah, and I'm I like, I, I, I think you. the truth was I then, you. but like they're saying, 
he's lost in the sauce right now. He don't know what he's supposed to be doing. He, he doesn't know. And, and he looks lost out there to me. I think it's lost. He said it himself. I don't really know what my, my role is on this team. So, yeah, the man can score, you know, he can have a 30-point game, but the next game he's scoring two points. Yeah, he better, he better find out now because AD, AD about to, he about to be on cruise control this regular season. So if Kyle Kuzma wants to show his worth, he better show it now. Period. Right. Yes. Now's the time. Yep. So my last guy, another big man. Oh, man, I thought you were going to come through with some heat, people. Another damn near almost 20. He, he's not really at 20. But, but he leads the league in rebounding several years. Uh, but it doesn't lead to any winning. Andre Drummond. Wow. Andre Drummond. Uh, and, I, and I like his game. I, and I think, I, I think the bias comes from me being a point guard. Mm. And I'm like, damn, if I had a big man like that, we could run some shit. But, Ooh. you know, I never think he had the, the requisite perimeter talent to unleash him. Um, but, but still, even though he's a beast in the paint, it, it, it never translated to any winning. And it's just like, damn, bro. This is true. Overrated. Hmm. I mean, B no. Yeah. All I agree. agree. Damn. I I agree. Do you it. think he do you think he just needs to be in another place though? Yeah. Uh well, well here, so here's what's interesting, right? Like when you look at him in Cleveland, they have a plethora of guards, playmaking guards, scoring guards, all this type of stuff. And he still doesn't seem to be the difference. So I I, I don't know at this point what it is, where he needs to go, what coach, what uh, system, what players. Just overrated at this point. Guess I got to be the only one that's going to keep it real on the show. The only one. You bet not. Luca is over. Oh, rated. man, listen. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. <laughs> I just look like I got to be the only one. Oh, my God. Speak the truth. <laughs> the only one. I think my list is fire. Luka Doncic. I can. I will. I will say, as much as I love Luka, yeah, I, I know I, I'm. A, I'm a Luka fan, but and how I want to base it off that one list. But people, people, a lot of people had tend to agree with that list when they had Luka at a second tier along with Kevin Durant as far as tier players. I guess that's yeah. definitely that's based off that. That's definitely yes. overrated. That's definitely because yes. he is not. He is not no Kevin Durant tier type. I, I give you that. Yes. He's not if, if, if we basing it off that, hell yeah, he overrated. And the fact that people agree with that, yes, that's overrated. Yeah, I give you that. I'm not. Put, I'm not saying he's at the same level of a KD. Hell but, no. Beasy, thank you for bringing some fact into this because what Ken was saying wasn't going to fly. So thank you for yeah. saving Ken. But yeah, because that, 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 that wasn't Ken. That, 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 that wasn't where you was coming from, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> That wasn't yeah, where you was coming right. from. You're I started right, this season calling Giannis trash and Luca trash. All right. So I was early on both on both of these. And then Nick Wright made the list to validate the overratedness of Luca. Luca's not trash, though. And so you I'm picking, being hyperbolic when I'm saying okay. that. I, I, so, you know. each, but, but even so, Ken, you, you picking your team right now. You got Giannis, Luca, and Kyle Kuzma standing there. You saying you're going to pick Kyle Kuzma? <laughs> What the rest of my team look like? <laughs> you really got it. Why is you even asking that question? <laughs> oh man, I, I'm gonna go through some because the chat has some good ones too, man. Uh, so I'm gonna get y'all quick thoughts on that. Trey Young is Trey Young overrated? Yes. So I, Sierra Monique put it in the chat. Yes, it. yes. A little early. 
but he he does look overrated this year. Wait, how's it? Okay. He, he made some nice passes last night, though, FIFO. He, he in this in oh, one quarter, in one quarter, he went through uh, Porzingis' legs twice. Mm. What about Rudy Rudy Gobert? No, because he 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 is what he is. He's a, he's a he, defensive big. No right, for it. Yeah, yeah, he does exactly what he's supposed to do, and they're winning. So you can't you can't mm-hmm. call him overrated. You don't mm-hmm. need him to do more than what he's doing. Nope, nope. All right, his uh, job is to protect the rim. Trying to find somebody said Pat, uh, Tigolo said Siakam and said zero zero one said Siakam and Lowry need to be on the list. Siakam, I feel about Lowry. Yeah, be on the, every year. Yeah, Siakam has just started to kind of play a little bit, but yeah, he is overrated. I think that we expected a lot more from him coming into the season. Yeah, than he is able to give. You know, he he's overrated simply for the fact that Masaya. Your jury thinks that he is the next coming, like he's the next superstar in the league, and I don't think he's that. I think he's your second or third best player on the championship team. Haley Race uh, said AD overrated. No, I think so. I've always thought so. I think certain aspects of his game can be, you know, deemed overrated, uh, but I don't think as a whole, especially since now he's a champion, I don't think you can name him overrated. I'm Le- you, you LeBron. There you go. But he still had to show up. He made a lot of big plays to win that chip. He did. He he did. He made some plays, but he's still overrated. I think he. I think you you take him out of that lineup. LeBron is still going to be formidable with that Lakers team. You take LeBron out of that lineup. AD is oh, not yeah. going to be successful. Oh no, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Bauer, Howard, and Tigolo. A lot of people, Raz the King, KJ, Jamal Murray. And then I got one that's that's spicy in here too. Jamal Murray is he overrated? No, Dame. I think I think he's still ascending. Corey Lyons wrote Dame Lillard. Hell no! All right, Hell so you th- no. you still think uh, he's ascending, Jamal? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I he is. But but he, I, I I think he's more a a, a all star than a superstar though. Okay. Um, I don't, I definitely don't think he's a superstar. I said that in the playoffs last year. Right. Brennan, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge is old, I guess, so that's he, why he's he been overrated. Been, yeah, he, he was overrated when he left Portland. <laughs> so yeah. you know, it, 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 that's kind of like the Eric Bledsoe thing. If we were talking four or five years ago, yes, now he just is what he is. FIFO got in. We we had a, a big time debate about Aldridge years ago. Man, I was I was <laughs> been calling that man a bum. Um, oh, most people forget he's in the league. Mm-hmm. We we already know Paul Paul George can play. He's just uh playoff overrated. Um and last one, this one is from Ray Durazo. Okay. And a couple of other people, but the chat mm-hmm. went away. Bradley Bill. You you could put him on that list. You could put him on yeah. that list because he doesn't affect winning. He gets yes. numbers yeah. and he's really good, but it's it's like okay. And, and here's the thing: the, the organization has not done him any favors. Mm-mm. But it, it, it and I don't I don't think it's all Bradley because the man the man is a beast, but right. it, it don't translate to winning, man. Like it just it don't and here's the thing, right? Like, even if he had a bad record, it's like, are you losing close games? Are you losing games less right. than five points? They're not they're not in games, you know, mm-hmm. so it don't matter. Yeah, he should be he should be contributing alone, you know, 
10 to 15 wins by himself. By himself. Yeah, he yes. should be able to carry that team to at least 10 to 15 wins per year, especially with that scoring average. Right now, like like I said, that's, that's empty calories. He's scoring a bunch of points, but he's not affecting the wins and losses of that, that team. You know, you know, you know, you know who's a player at his position that I that I that I think is is better player because when I watch them, they're they're in closer games. Not I haven't watched them that much this year, but definitely last year. Zach Levine. Zach Levine. Zach. There was a lot of close games that Zach shot them into them games that won them them games that that they were a possession mm-hmm. or two away because of Zach Levine. Like I right. can't say the same about Bradley Beal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought about him, but. I, I I mean I I think fifteen wins that's that's a valid point, Shelton. I did give him a pass because that team is it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. So uh, there's only a couple of players I know that could win games with that team. Yeah, it's not many. So yeah. it's not many. and that's and that's the thing though. Being 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 that level superstar, you affect wins and losses not just with your points, but with the way that other people feel when you're on the court. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you're just affecting the game. You know, you have – and I'm not comparing them to LeBron in any way, but any team LeBron goes on, these players are elevated to a certain level. And I'm just using him for an example. Those players step their game up to his level to play the game. And that's something that you look for in leaders, period. You know, when you got that person on the court, you just got a whole new feeling about yourself. And your game elevates. And – that's what he doesn't have. He just don't have that. You know what list I would put Zach Levine on? Most underrated. We should do that next week. I know. Yeah, we'll we do should that. do that next week. Underrated we'll do underrated. Okay. Uh, I see Oladipo and Russell on here. I just... uh, Russell was never rated, was he? Russell he, he had D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell. Russell. He had some hype, but, you know. I I I I think like like the Eric Bledsoe thing. I I think he's just starting to play his way into who he is. Definitely overpaid. Um, but I I wouldn't at this point. I don't know if he's overrated. And Oladipo's been hurt. Yeah, he's somebody he, said Dev Booker overrated. Yeah, I, uh, I can see that. Once again, I like like I say all the time. I think he's very very good, but he's made out to be like a messiah in a lot of cases. It's, even on here, like Dev Booker is, is a good ball player. He's a really, really good ball player, but he ain't great. He ain't there yet for me. All right, that's cool. Um, um, some people said uh, KP. He hurt. He's been hurt. He yeah, he's been, he been, he been hurt. He's been done. He's been hurt. He's been hurt. Because when KP is 100% healthy, they call him the unicorn for a reason. But he ain't going to ever be. We might not see that in a while. We might not I mean, ever, I, you honestly. know, because it's 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 a, it's too many ticky tack things now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, man, um, thank you guys for uh, showing up uh, to kick it with us once again this week. We will do our top five underrated players next week, and um, I'm sure that might be a little bit spicy as well. Zach Levine's on the list. Yeah. So, so I'll give you four more. You know. We know one of we know somebody on this show gonna keep it real, and you know, and that's gonna be me, and we're gonna bring the heat, you know, next year. So, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. We out, peace. peace. Oh yeah, and if you can, please hit the like button and tell somebody to join you next Tuesday for us. Thank y'all.